We're recording. Doing the intro. Do, 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 do. Oh, and I didn't update the stream number on the stream. Oh, no. We're at 108, 202. So you've got, like, your monster energy drink there. Booyah. Booyah Kashaw. So you got your monster energy drink there. Very pink. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I think it's got, I, I, I think it's taurine. Uh-huh. But the way the cord is hanging right here, it blocked it partially. So your monster energy drink, just in giant text at the top, just says urine. Yeah, that's and I fine. was like, that's a, you know, a new supplement. It's a, it's a new flavor. Yeah, new flavor. It tastes yummy. Yep. Probably tastes better than prime energy drink. <laughs> I don't know what a prime energy drink prime is. Prime energy drink is, is made by your favorite uh, crypto guy ever. Oh. Yeah. He's also a wrestler. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that monster has carnitas in it, apparently. So carnitas? we got that going for it, too. I'm not sure if I need any shaved meat in my... Carnitine. Carnitas are yummy. Carnitas are phenomenal. Hey, you, Although you don't like onions, and they, I usually love the pickled red onions on carnitas are so sure. good. I feel like it'll ruin the flavor of the meat. Oh. Chad has already asked us if we've seen Op- Oppenheimer. In, uh... I have not seen Oppenheimer. Yeah. It's weird. I've seen almost... I've been very aggressive this year on movie theaters, and I have not... Se- well, I can tell my Barbie story. You could, yeah, because I don't think any of us have seen either of those movies yet. No, and, no, I, and I, I intended to do the Barbenheimer, yes. and I've just been busy. I was gonna go see Barbie and Oppenheimer last weekend, mostly because I had a day off, and I was, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really caring for the hype of the yeah, I've seen them both together. But mm. uh, I got tickets to see Barbie on the Friday morning because I had to stay off of work. I'm like ten thirty in the morning on a Friday. I'll beat the rush. It probably won't be that busy because it's you know it's it's it wasn't a holiday weekend. It was just a random random Friday, and I just didn't do the math because I got there, got my ticket, and I was maybe gonna try to sneak an Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer afterwards. But then I scheduled some uh, Shatterpoint games, so I couldn't. I get my ticket. I get in the theater. I pay for it. And then I look around and realize it's me, seven or eight ladies, and 74 little girls. And I was like, holy Christ, I can't be here. Uh, like, legally speaking, legal, you're actually not allowed to be well, there. Well, I figure if I stayed, I figure I just was like, in no way, I've never, I've always, I don't, I see movies alone all the time. I actually, I love it. I love just, I love just getting up and doing something and, and not having to worry about anything else. So I just went. I was going to go see the movie, but I was like, holy crap, I can't be a 49-year-old man just dressed in black, just mm-hmm. going to the theater to sit there, just surrounded by all little girls and a couple adults. It was just the... Because I've seen I've seen kids' movies before, but usually with someone or it's a mix of people. Yeah. I was literally the only male there. It was There was no other... I was just like, I will be... And in today's day and age, someone's just going to call the cops up. Yeah. Like I'm, no. I'm going to be, I mean, regardless of the fact that I wasn't there to be a creep, I was going to get some sort of, uh, someone was going to be like, that guy shouldn't be here. And I was like, well, that's probably a valid argument you, <laughs> in this situation. You probably should have brought a duster and then you would have been just fine. I don't, I was just, I was just not prepared for it. I never felt, so I literally just left after paying. I didn't get, I didn't get a refund. I just got in my car and got out of there as fast as possible because it was the worst. It was. You bought a couple of tickets to Sound of Freedom and then went home <laughs> just had to pay the sound of freedom thing forward wait is it yeah what is it that that's like some movie that's in the theater that's yeah well let's let's yeah what, yeah what is it sound of freedom should i not go into it further no no, no well, we we're no. talking barbie oppenheimer I, I first we can discuss sound of freedom yeah. at length okay. okay yeah so and i want to see i mean i want to see them both i i don't christopher nolan i like i feel like over time he is getting a little bit full of himself snobby 
and I will like. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I, at this point, now that I missed opening weekend, I'll, I'll either go on some random night and see them, or I'll just at this point wait for Amazon yeah. Prime. But I do want to see them. I, I I do think. I mean, it's probably good. I mean, they say. See, he's saying this worth seeing in the cinema, but I'm just like, I don't know. Probably is. It's, well, it's, so it's it's like probably a good movie. I should see it. I like Nolan a lot. Yeah, um, he's, he's but also he infuriates me because of things that he has made as stylistic choices are stupid, and I hate them. And so his movies are phenomenal in spite of it. But like he's he's allergic to audible dialogue. He thinks that being able to hear people talk is stupid and ruins his mm-hmm. film, which is why stuff like. The studios had to almost force him at gunpoint to do ADR for Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. He wanted to use all the on-set audio, which was completely illegible. But he's like, yeah, well, that's what he'd sound like in The Mask. It's like, yeah, I get it, Nolan, but people want to be able to understand the villain in your movie, right? And Tenet, you know, one of the big things in Tenet was people, like, you you couldn't hear it. And, And even all the positive reviews, multiple reviews I've seen it are like, yeah, Oppenheimer's phenomenal, Oppenheimer's great the music won't shut the fuck up and it's hard to hear the dialogue over the dramatic music. Um, Apparently the only scenes that don't have the music are the sex scenes. <laughs> which is a shame because that's when you should definitely have the, the rousing no, they music. Want the, yeah, yeah, they want the... Although I've heard they're not even sex scenes, they're just nudity scenes and, mm-hmm. and, and that people can't handle nudity that's not sexy uh, because the human... The Americans especially were not geared to understand that concept. But yeah. I mean, I don't want to see nudity ever really. In general, I just don't like it. Yeah, that's fine. I just don't want to see it. I I have to see too much of myself naked, and that's just a, <laughs> and that's just a crime. Yeah, I'm not high on the list of people that I like seeing naked, but there are people on there are people that taken as a whole. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm fine you know, here and there. I guess, yeah, just as a treat. Um, but yeah, so and and I don't know. Frustratingly, a movie like Oppenheimer, you shouldn't need to see in the cinema because it's not necessarily like big explosions and extravaganza. It's a lot of dialogue and character drama and stuff like that. But God, do I not trust my home TV sound system to be able to hear a single word in any Christopher Nolan film post Inception? There, the music or the mix on home systems seem to change you know who knows if it's going to be a good mix or not and it depends on the streaming service it depends on what you know the dvd or whatever like some of them will be fine some of them you some things like they're allergic to being able to hear that center channel it's always a gamble yeah and it's good it's good to go see a movie that's just by a good director and good people in the theater to help support i mean if there there is something about supporting a movie that's you know something different it kind of in the long run you are at least if you go see a movie in the theater, you are actually supporting directly the actors and, and writers and that that actually made the film as compared to watching on streaming services, which that kind of almost actively hurts those those two groups. Because of the way the contracts are. Yeah. 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 Well, Did you see Chemical Glenn's uh, residuals for Orange is the New Black? No, oh, she showed no. a tweet of her residuals for Orange Is the New Black streaming for like an entire year, yeah. and it was like thirty dollars. <laughs> oh my god! And she was, was a main character. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. Oh, I uh, I will say that the only thing that's holding back another thing that's holding back from Oppenheimer a little bit is I feel like I want to. I didn't like Tenet very much, and I felt Nobody like well, in Tenet was I mean it was still because it's Christopher Nolan, it's still got some, it's still interesting, it's got good actors, and it's got good performances, but as a whole. 
I just want him to like suffer a little bit for that movie. Like he should be punished. So maybe and me not giving him money for Oppenheimer, I feel is all I can really do as a punishment to Tenet because I saw Tenet and I was like, damn it. You feel like you should have got your money back for Tenet? Yeah, so I, I can't give him Oppenheimer money because of Tenet, and that's not fair to Oppenheimer. He owes you one. Yeah, he does. He, I should get a free pass at the very least to see Oppenheimer because I'm mad about Tenet. <laughs> and it's, yeah. It's, I mean, you like Barbie enough to just give it free money. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that was more of a self-preservation. <laughs> <laughs> that was preemptive bail money for uh, not just, going to jail. I never, I just looked around. I was, it was such a, I was like, oh my God, I am a creepy person and I got to leave. <laughs> I think self-awareness is something people need it sometimes. And sometimes you have to go, okay, this is... And it could have been fine, but man, there was... I don't think anybody would have cared. I think in today's day and age, you need one Karen mom and go, why is there that one creepy guy over there without pants on sitting around all these children? Well, that, that, I didn't know that you saw me there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you noticed me. I mean, this is the first time you've brought me up in this entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. Nathan was wearing the duster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, you had mentioned Sound of Freedom. And when yeah. I first saw the trailer for that, I'm like, oh, I, I like the main actor. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's easy. The first trailer, I thought the trailer wasn't, I thought the trailer was made a little awkward. But I was like, okay, well, I, I like Jim Cavell. I, I love uh, some of the stuff he's done. And it's like, okay, it's about, you know, he's going after child traffickers. That's not a terrible idea. There's been plenty of movies that do that kind of stuff. Heck, you know, like Rambo goes in and saves people from various things. And it was like, okay, but I, the trailer did have a weird, it just seemed, uh, it was an oddly made trailer though. So it, it kind of like a yellow flag went off on my head. And then he comes out and it's like, there's about to be sponsored by like Q basically. You know, yeah. Like a Q sponsored movie that just got sucked up by the religious right. And now they're like paranoid that like because like AMC had like a somewhere I saw it had a sound problem that they think people are trying to keep them from seeing the movie and all this stuff. I think there's oh a conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, it's like they they are trying to stop you from seeing the movie that's currently in the theater that I was able to buy a ticket for. It's like you're, they're so crazy about these conspiracies and yes, I don't know how much I get into the movie, but and it's all about this guy who worked for, it's like based on a real person who worked for Homeland Security who quit to go like deal with child trafficking, which in theory sounds like, a, like it sounds like a good thing. Okay. He wants to stop child trafficking. That's not a bad statement, but it's very exaggerated. And they want to, you know, and it, it all comes down to blaming Hollywood execs for like, well, and it's not only, it's not even just exaggerating. Like the way that they're doing it in the real world, those people are just batshit insane and are ruining everything. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's like, I, I saw an article by somebody who had joined that group. Yeah. And so first of all, they were like, you know, here's here's the it's it's just a bunch of 40 and 50 year old people having a midlife crisis and deciding that this is what they're going to do to feel good about themselves is battle child trafficking, which is mm -hmm. fine. But like they did their their orientation. They're like, by the way, if you find yourself sexually attracted to any of the children, just let one of us know. And it's like self-reporting pedophiles is probably not the best policy to have in your child sex trafficking uh, army, but whatever. And so they they went on uh, two trips with this group, and one of them they went to like this town in like Honduras or whatever. And they basically just like invaded the town and tore it apart, like invading people's homes, overturning the furniture, checking all the things. Like we know that there's this, this boy who's missing. We know he's here. And they just like tear this town apart uh, to the point where like they're, they're about to get like run out of town violently. And they finally leave and they have to go back and tell the kid's dad that they didn't find the kid, which, so first of all, they had preemptively promised that they knew the kid was there 
And it turns out their only source was a psychic medium who had just told them that they sensed that the kid was in that town. So they just like ruined, double ruined this guy's life and, and, and ruined these people's lives because a psychic because- medium told this random dude that there was a kid there. And like this other place they went and they just started buying children like back. They're like, like, and, and. Like on the one hand, sure. Like if you if you're getting kids back from this place where they are, that's good. But what you've done there is what's called create demand for a market, yeah. And that's just going to make them grab more children. Yeah, that is a rough one though. I was I mentioned the Keen Peels uh, sketch where he's like, when I say, you know five dollar, you know a dollar saves a kid or whatever, and he goes, he goes whatever, here's eight dollars, and then he pulls a van up and pulls the kids out. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know there was kids in the van, but it was just kind of a funny skit. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to seek but, them out and give them yeah. yeah, it's just a bunch of untrained middle-life crisis thinking that they're Rambo, thinking yeah. that they're Liam no. Neeson from Taken, just going into random towns, fucking people over, paying these criminals money. Like, there's no good there. And, yeah, the religious right really have, have latched. It's, like, and it's made a lot of money. It's actually absurd how much it's made. Yeah, but how much of it is just astroturfing? Like, churches are just buying out showings and then nobody's going. Like, the viewership isn't there. It's this bizarre, bizarre thing. Also, the main actors apparently had gone batshit insane. Uh, I was reading stuff like in Person of Interest, if you watch that show, which was a good show. I love Person of Interest. Later on, in all, like, whenever their crew, like, goes on to, like, uh, to do, like, uh, missions or whatever, his character is wearing a balaclava. And that's because the actor was so batshit insane that he would just pistol whip the other actors. And so he wasn't allowed to do action scenes anymore. So his character just started wearing a mask so that they could have a stunt person do it instead. Like,. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I like the 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 idea, the intention, the intention to go out and you know rescue children, and that is sounds like a very noble cause. But then, of course, they're they're trying but, to imply that it's all based on Hollywood shenanigans and like every yeah, every. Too. I mean, are Hollywood execs probably evil and terrible? Probably like yeah. every every rich person's terrible. It's always but yeah, but the idea that it's all based on that and it's it's, it's a very weird it's a very weird thing. Yeah, anyway. it's it's like a you know That's in a, a sense like crime novel and not crime novelists but like crime podcasters you know the true crime people that think that they can investigate into things like that yeah. Yeah, and that's her Oppenheimer review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. But yeah, there's things that if you do amateurishly and wrong, you just make things worse. Correct. You know, um, you know, you hear about like eco warriors going out there trying to like save habitats or whatever, and they actually just destroy entire ecosystems because they don't know what they're doing, right? Well, it's like some organizations in town. Like, there's organizations that try to help homeless people, and they try to get some of those churches to make they just like people will go places and they'll they'll do weird things that someone make this do they're, they're trying to help by donating or doing something but they do in such a terrible way it makes all the situations worse yeah it's one just, of the other examples recently i've seen was like somebody was putting up videos online where they would find like a sea turtle mm-hmm. with like barnacles or whatever and they would catch the sea turtle and they would like they they'd clean off all the barnacles from the sea turtle's back and they would re-release it and so, first of all, people are like, Jesus Christ, don't do that. That's actually horrifically bad for the sea turtle. Like, like that's like catching somebody and just like, it's like my dog has those growths on her elbow mm-hmm. that dogs get. And if somebody just like pulled her out of my yard and then just sawed that elbow flesh off and then just threw her back in the yard, like that's what you do in the sea turtle. Like these things are anchored and you're just sawing them off of their back. Um, they have pain sensors in their backs, people. Turtles, that's- Oh, those that's, shells are very yeah. sensitive. It's not like some coconut they're randomly wearing. That is their skin. But 
anyway, so that was already bad, right? That he's doing this because he doesn't know how the ecology works. The turtle's fucking fine. It can have barnacles all day long. It doesn't care, but you ripping them off of its flesh is terrible. But then, even deeper, then people see that he's getting millions of views, so people are going and getting turtles, super gluing shit to their back, and then filming themselves carving these rocks off of their back because carving things off of a turtle's back gets views, and views equals money. Like... I want turtles to be healthy and happy is a good mindset, but you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're making it worse. And that's what these guys are like with the sex trafficking. Yeah, nobody wants child sex trafficking. It's a bad thing. Ending it's good. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Let Ashton Kutcher handle it, which and is a weird fucking sentence that I didn't think I'd ever say, but Ashton Kutcher knows what he's doing with ending the child sex trafficking Leave it to the professionals. And I think part of the sound that that that, that movie too is it implies that like I, I I was talking to someone that like the math they're trying to do makes it seem like every other child is being mm-hmm. taken. So there's like you have to like if you see the people are like oh I saw a child I saw a Mexican near a child so I called the cops because there was a Mexican near a child in a store and that was weird. Did you see the Did you hear about the lady with the Chick Fil A? So, like, Chick-fil-A, long-time ad campaign, they always have the cows encouraging you to eat chicken, right? Yeah, That's their whole thing. Eat more chicken. Don't eat cows. Whatever. So they had bags that say, like, you know, uh, one of the things it said, like, on one of the sides of the bag says, like, help save the herd or whatever, yeah. you know? So this lady was just driving by. She saw, like, a family eating Chick-fil-A, and the bag is in the window, and the word help, that side is facing the window, and she's like, oh, my God. That kid probably purposely put the bag facing that direction so I would see the word help. That kid is being sex trafficked, and she's fucking going to call the cops on this family. It's like, calm the hell down. It's a kid eating chicken with their family. (laughs) God help you if you're a mixed-race family. (laughs) Anyway, how's our games going this week? Yeah. What do we all play? Any miniature game, Nathan? What have you got on the table? I uh, no, 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 no miniature no. game. Playing a shitload of Diablo Four with my wife. There you go. You know, you got to get that heroin right in the veins. Yeah, you got to get it. You got to get it good. I also was mentioned last time in our last podcast, but I'm going blind in an eye, so that's fun. Yeah, but at least thanks to how great American healthcare system is, they prompt you got you in to an appointment to look into this and try to resolve the situation. Probably by the time we podcast next, which would be next month. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to podcast in a couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's next month. It is yeah. true. It is true. But yeah, one of, one of my eyes... Uh, so he has two months for an appointment. Just suddenly, suddenly, like about, I would say about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, well, definitely a month ago. Uh, just suddenly, suddenly went Funhouse. So one eye is really Funhouse looking when I look through it, and then the other eye is, uh, is okay-ish. It's better. It's really affecting my ability to to paint and concentrate and read and other other things. You just need to get the eye patch and look cool. They're like two dollars at Walgreens. I would have an eye first day. If one of my eyes was getting wavy, I would have. Besides the appointment, I would have immediately had an eye patch on the very like within the hour. Yeah. Okay. If closing that eye makes your life easier, mm-hmm. get a fucking eye patch because mm. <laughs> yeah. that's what eye patches are for: is yeah. functionally having an eye would be, be closed. I would be within yeah minutes uh, within. I would have minutes from now. I would I would put a bag around my half my eye to, before I get to the store and then put up. I would. That way I wouldn't see weird. I don't know. It just seems like the thing to do. 
But that's me. But there's like two Nathans I can see. Yeah, that's that is too, too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's too many Nathans. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, if, if everyone would just move to the middle of nowhere, I would play way more miniatures games with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, someone said, I'm going to move far away from Madison, and I bet that won't impede anything. I know, yeah, listen. I've never claimed to be and smart. They, and then also get, adopt a hill that's uh, too too uh, <laughs> steep to mow and do anything with. Yeah, it's fucking death. You play some. You play some MCP in the last before since our last podcast. Uh, I did play. I did play a game of MCP. Um, I mean, not to go too much into details into it, but I'm going to go into too many details into it. It's um, my best content. Yeah, it's best content. But I thought it was it was my very first game that I ever won by attrition. Specifically, just eliminated the the final opponent. Very low scoring game. We were on turn five, and it was seven seven. So normally it goes up to sixteen. I'm just mm. helping for Nathan. Um, but yeah, it was that, that final turn. Um, I was playing Winter Guard versus my Winter Guard versus my opponent's um, uh, A Force, and the last three many members on the field were my Red Guardian and Beta Ray Bill versus Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel did not last. <laughs> she was already she was already uh, dazed previously, um, and I think Bill and Bill was not even damaged. And uh, Red Guardian was he he was dazed previously too. But yeah, it was it was a, it was a really fun match. A lot of knockouts. Um, it was I think we played at eighteen points too, so it was a fairly heavy game. The thing about Marvel Crisis Protocol is interesting because that that would be a kind of game I would enjoy too. Basically, you start, you know, the game goes the game goes five or six rounds. I'm happy once the game goes four, five, six rounds. I'm happy. I want I, yeah. I don't want to be too short, but like I want to have a lot of violence. I want to see a lot of models removed. But like a lot of people play Marvel, and that's like their worst case scenario. Like they don't want to fight. <laughs> it's like it's so hard to mix people and strategies in marvel because the game and i mean it's probably an interesting thing or a you know a somewhat good thing that you can play differently but like so many players would have just hated that so much but like on the flip side those have been my most fun games where it's down to like two models left and you each start with four or five like it's just it's an interesting thing you have to kind of counterbalance when even you play the, that game. the high scoring games i'm fine with the high scoring games as long as it's close I mean, it's when it's like turn three and your opponent is up fourteen to three, yeah. and it, and it's not not as fun. Well, you could but. even have high scoring games that have a lot of violence. It's just yeah. some people don't want the violence, and like because that's how those teams. I mean, like if there's a lot of violence, those teams are gonna you know more than not a lot of times lose. Like they're not they're not, it's kind of a design thing. So I mean, I get why they don't want to do that because they're they're not there to be in a punching war. No, I'm <laughs> like, there to punch. Yeah, exactly. So it's just you know it's kind of like and when you when you I mean like War Machine if you had a gun line versus you know guns versus melee you know there's always a, even people different styles and does it doesn't line up most how does it line up and is it how the, where does the balance fall and is that's where the challenge is well, yeah and the game needs to have those different vectors of game style and they need to balance each other right yeah. it's mm-hmm. like something like Blood Bowl you have to have punchy orcs and dwarves so that the the high scoring skavens and elves don't like if the game was nothing but scoring back and forth or if the game's nothing about punching back and forth that gets stagnant mm-hmm. but you need to have a fragility where like punching can beat the scoring which can beat something else or whatever yeah that's why I never really got sucked into Guild Ball because Guild Ball was punching was always going to win more than yeah. scoring and that was just not as interesting yeah, to me it, it, yeah 
definitely. The punching was very good, and there's a lot more good punching teams, but if you wanted to play the scoring, it was not going to be Score, a Scoring it was a little bit difficult because sometimes you, you would just get caught, and then yeah. the guy would just yeah. be gone. So I was tangentially part of a conversation because it's you know it's like on a public forum and i didn't post much but anyway somebody was talking about like how annoyed they are about stuff like blue decks and magic and whatever and they were saying that they're you know they're gonna make their own card game with blackjacks and hookers and whatnot but the main thing is like there's no control because control is not fun so you know a card game without any control and it's like you understand it you have to have control in your deck Mm -hmm. or in your game it has to be a threat that exists It's interesting because that's probably true, but I don't think a, I would like to see a card game that I just don't like. Mill, like to me, that does not need to exist. Sure. Control mill the, specifically, maybe not. It's right? a subset, but, but, but you, there's some element of control. Some, whether yeah. it be mill or counter spells or or whatever. Like yeah. you and I, I know you don't play Gwent anymore, but like there, there was a leader ability. A big thing with Gwent is that you have your leader ability is this core deck defining trait it's usually very powerful you build your deck around it and one of the leader abilities was there is no leader ability for this deck but my opponent's leader ability also does not exist and it was fucking infuriating every time i faced that leader it it it, it was enraging you even more you hated that even more than i did but the thing is i thought that was good for the game because that threat forced people when building their deck to say can my deck function without my leader ability yes my leader ability highlights my cards yes my cards they're thematic and they work together but is this out there and and it's so it forced not just being one trick ponies not just being all in on a gimmick you had to have some balance and you don't necessarily have to go that extreme but counter spells mill whatever works for your game needs to be there yeah i like gen for my games I like to play the game. And if I lose playing the game, the specifically, you know, like moving my troops around and troops die and that, I'm perfectly fine with losing the game by not playing the game sure. is is the worst feeling in the world. Like like I move my troops in and my opponent just take yeah. I mean there there can be geometry. There, control <laughs> yeah. yeah, control needing to exist is one thing, but too much control Correct. I can get why some of why yes. it's not because it's not it's like Haley too. There's yeah. too much control. And like for me with card games, I think the deck should be a what you're drawing. It should be your skill versus your opponent's skill, or your deck versus their deck. Yeah. There shouldn't be deck manipulation as a as a thing. You should or you the mess with your opponent's decks. That should just be a thing you can't do. And I know some people disagree with that, and that's fine. And I mean, I at the end of the day, I almost never. Like if I play a, a board game or a miniature game, I get some amount of enjoyment playing it, and some amount of enjoyment whether I win or lose. And card games. I almost never get that much enjoyment out of it. Like a card game has to be exceptionally good. Like someone asked if we played Magic. I played, I played Magic the first year it came out, like 27,000 years ago. Yeah. Like I was there. I was at the Gen Con that game came out. Like that's all. That's when I played. You know, Magic before there was all these systems and all these things in place. And uh, they're asking about Flesh and Blood too. Flesh and Blood is a neat looking game that I have not played. If I if I was the kind of person who'd want to play card games, because you have like a hero, you pick a, a you know, it's it's kind of like instead of picking, you pick a leader, but it's actually like a, you know, it's a little bit like that. But I've not played it. But card games to me are just hard. I can't get a lot of enjoyment nine times out of ten in a card game, especially com- competitive card games. I should say co op. I'm fine with. And, and I think. Any game, the key, and I think this is what happens if you go too all in with control, um, with your design, not with you, and well, possibly with you as a specific player, but counterplay is always important, right? And and I, 
to, to Andy's point, nothing's less fun than not being allowed to play the game you're trying to play right <laughs> hard shutdown you might as well not be here and there's nothing you can do is extremely frustrating um even if it's temporary even if it's something you know to go back to war machine if there's a feat that just says you know you skip your turn you skip your turn like that's just fucking annoying so there has to be some counterplay you know and that's why war machine changed a lot of the stuff like adding the shake mechanic right and things like that where there's still something you can do and you have a decision now like do i allocate a focus to shake do i forfeit my movement and i can still shoot do i forfeit my action i can still move you know you you still have a choice even though you're being controlled there's something you can do and you have decisions to be made versus the hard shutdown yeah yeah and same with like deck manipulation like yeah manipulation can be really fucking frustrating but like where's the line like uh again in gwent there's clog which is just like putting shitty decks and shitty cards and shuffling them into your opponent's deck so that they're less likely to draw their good cards like you know there's a level where that's like frustrating but you're like i still have my mulligans i still have my stuff i can maybe play around it but yeah you have to be extremely careful with control but it needs to exist, and I think that's true of deck or of card games or miniature yeah. games. Even Cyrus Shatterpoint, which I'm still playing a ton of, uh, one of the Obi Wan Kenobi has the ability mind trick. He basically, you're, you're one thing about Shatterpoint is on a turn you can do two actions. You yeah. can't repeat actions. So if you only have one, you know. So it, and one of Obi Wan's abilities is the opponent attacks, and he just says no. That attack is canceled. Uh, and that's a big deal because that shuts down. They literally can't attack. Now it takes it takes a lot of resources from your your side. So it's like, do you shut that attack down? But now you you only have so many resources for the whole round. Now suddenly you've drained it. So that better have been an important trick. And yeah. technically, there's rules where they could they might have an, some way to make a secondary attack. But that's you know for the most part. And your though, opponent could bait it out, right? Correct. When you have those resources, your opponent are like, "Well, I'm going to make this attack." Obi Wan, yes, no, you yeah. know, and I'm going to do this. And there's a point uh, where that happens where you're like, ah shit well i guess i should have done that attack three ago you know there's almost a game of chicken yes where you would think there's a bigger attack coming and then it doesn't come and your opponent baits out again it's that counterplay and that's interesting control because there's a way to play around yep. it and it has a cost it, it would be it would be more oppressive if you had multiple characters on your team that all could do that where li like literally you could just shut down somebody's entire offense and i managed to make it a little i played i played that model yesterday and i was able to be a little oppressive because i built my entire list to be like okay well normally you might have six force and it costs two so it's a third of your and you have to go through seven activations before you get your force back so and every model usually wants to use one or maybe two so if you're you only can do it half your turn so using a third for that ability is pretty rough but i had a way to have eight force, and then I had a way to refresh some of my force. So sure. I was, but I mean, I put every, I was all my eggs in one basket for that strategy. Yeah. Uh, and then ironically, on turn my first round of the game, Obi Wan went last. Like, I, he wasn't even in a position to use his ability. So the thing I wanted to do, the first third of the game never came into play because I literally couldn't activate him to my last model. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, yeah, I could have shatter pointed him, but that's another, I don't need to go too deep off that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't flesh and blood, but uh, the 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 only card game I'm kind of interested in that's coming up um, is is Lorcana because that's supposed to be coming out at this Gen Con, I think, um, or very shortly afterwards. Some, and that's the new somewhere around there, yeah. Ravensburg uh, Disney uh, licensed game. Um, and I'm not going to go all in because I don't go all in on physical card games anymore because that's terrible. But they have like two player 
starter boxes and i'll probably just pick up a couple of those just to like dick around yeah i think it would be it, it would be impossible for me to get into a physical ccg game if it was a really neat l like living card game that was versus i could maybe play that i mean i like i like card game i like co-op i mean i've played marvel champions for three or four years i'm finally kind of stopping that but i mean i played that for four years and that was a card game but it was you know it was co-op yeah and this and, one's not yeah competitive yeah i just I don't know what it is. I just, I just, when I win a card game, I get no satisfaction out of it and I lose, I get annoyed. So there's really no positive and it doesn't, every game, like, like strategy games, like scratch an inch in my brain. They just make me like happy and content, whether it's a board game or a miniature game and, and the, the card games don't even scratch the itch. So it doesn't scratch the itch I like. I'm not happy when I win and I'm mad when I lose. It's like a, it's a, it's a complete, but I still play them occasionally either out of boredom or just or just self-hatred at just trying to find the one that'll work. And Gwent worked a little bit for a while, but... It had pretty cards. It did. Ooh. It had amazing artwork, that's for sure. And the Witcher universe is really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so you played a, you played a little bit of AM, you a little bit of MCP. I've, I've gotten quite a few games of Shatterpoint in. I am just... I've been playing. Locally, Dan's been playing. Josh is playing. Epic Nate's been playing. Even Nate Newbie plays. I haven't played him yet, but we're hoping soon to kind of get that going. Just a lot of people that I know playing locally, which is cool. And then all the game stores have. I, I played a Pegasus Games on Saturday for the first time in like five years, practically. Played oh, crazy. Game. Yeah. So that was nuts. It was nice they to get there. got a really nice setup for their store. Considering what it was, what it was four years ago, it was... Uh, it's a, it's a much better much better yeah. place, and they're set like their entire gaming area is is full. I mean, they have just they are just flying through stuff. They don't do too much miniature stuff anymore, but they just got a solid. Do Funko Pops count as miniatures? No, they have smaller amount of that. Yeah, they I'm sure they pared back on that when they first opened. They had a fuckload of those, but it made sense because it was an easy way to get fast yeah. money. In, and, and I mean, I think a lot of that you buy things in bundles. You just yeah. whatever, and you know they had to get their shelves full with something and. I'm I'm willing to bet you that the whatever they got them at whatever distributor they got them at probably got them for much cheaper than yeah, what yeah. they're selling them at. Yeah, no, I find, I've I was in there within the last year and and it was just a normal game store. That was yeah. just like the first week when they opened, walking in there and being like, "Oh, hello, entire wall of Funko Pops." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they also opened and then it was like an hour later a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Oopsies. Whatever. Best time to buy a game store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that was amazing timing. They survived. Next, Stoughton, since then, Stoughton picked up two two game stores. So, so game stores are thriving. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, were they were they post pandemic? I thought we just I just never went thought about going. No, uh, Brimmer said both of them are new, and also Cataclysm Game down in Rockford is is has was right was has only been like around right before the pandemic, but they do a lot of online stuff. We've just been. Taken off in places to play games. But yeah, I got a big Shatterpoint. We got a big open play day this coming Saturday for Shatterpoint. I'm excited. We got a tournament for MCP that I'm maybe going to go to. It's, it's, uh, Just my eye thing has been causing issues with me trying to read cards. So it's only been good when I've played a force I know how to play already. Sure. So, well, wait, we, we solved your problem. We can, we can go, go to Walgreens, get you a yeah. patch. And it, then it, it works as like a freaking Nick Fury cosplay. Yeah, you seem I don't know. You seem hesitant to have a patch. I don't know yeah, why. why. Yeah, it just seems like the obvious solution. I, I there's zero reason not to wear an eye patch. 
It would make your life a thousand times better, and it'll look cool. It's yeah. win-win. I'm not a pirate. <laughs> no, I thought well, yeah. other people I, I wear do, eye patches. Yeah, eye patches. Just pirates. Yeah, I'm such a. Yeah, yeah you Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, but he was in a bad TV show recently. I had oh, yeah. that's my <laughs> daily reminder that TV show exists. It just keeps <laughs> bouncing off my fucking head. That I just saw a thing of how how much that how much that show cost to make too. It was absurd. I don't know what they were thinking. I, I saw a quote from the director being like, actually, it's good to get negative reviews because it's boring if everybody likes your thing. And it's like, wait, a yeah, nice copium, friendo. <laughs> yeah, try to try to bend that into something positive. Yeah. Okay, good, good for you. Because yeah. I've, I've I heard mean, nothing. Sure, good every good. show gets some negative reviews and you can't please anyone. But did you get a positive review anywhere? <laughs> did anyone go? That was, I don't know anyone. Because every time a new show is out, someone's going to be unhappy. And that's fine. Like, uh, yeah, what I mean, people are not gonna like everything, and it's okay not to like something. But I don't, I was, I don't know anyone who's thought that was good. Is it six episodes? It is six episodes. All right, I, I'll, I'll, since I, since I've heard it's bad now, uh, I can watch it, and then I can. Uh, you have so I'll, many things give, you've not seen. Yeah, he, but he wants to rewatch the Blacklist. <laughs> like, like, no, he, I don't want to rewatch. I want to watch the new ones. I don't know what's going on in the blacklist, but I am confident it's better than the final season <laughs> that, that season of uh, Nick Fury. Wait, you're saying the blacklist episode better. is better than oh, what? I'm Secret confident it. I'm confident it's better than Secret. <laughs> having having seen having dropped watching the blacklist 16 years ago when it was already getting bad, I am sure the current season of blacklist is more enjoyable than <laughs> the season. And with your, like, I don't want to say current because you've been doing it for a while, but you you tend to be the defender of media where it's like, yeah, it's okay. Like, you don't overly hate yeah. shit. Like, it'll be like I, me or Jim railing at something. You're yeah. like, it's fine. Let people like things. So for you to just be like, this is a waste of humanity's time. Yeah, yeah. This is cancer. This is just the worst. It's like, yeah. it must be real yeah. bad. I mean, it's, it's not good. And like I said, and, and I, a lot of, like, there's a, like, Here's an example of a show that is definitely flawed, but I if a show's central point is still enjoyable, if there's still elements like the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. There you could you could tell me 15 things that are bad about it and I would say, you know what, that's probably true, but I still overall enjoyed it because the core of Obi-Wan and Anakin's back and forth was 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 perfectly done and the core idea of the show was done. There was missed opportunities along the way constantly, but I still enjoyed it. But that's an example of where they it still had a few moments when it wasn't the Boba Fett show where I liked, but it failed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I could still enjoy that a little bit. But, yeah, in general, it's like, okay, things are what they are, but sometimes they're just bad. And I, I just, I don't know what they were thinking. When I'm watching that show, I'm like, what were they thinking? It's just, I, it's in like, I, and, and if someone says they liked it, you know, still, I guess, good for you. You've got some enjoyment out of it. But it just, I don't understand and I guess I'm, and I'm, you say, so I'm fairly laid back when it comes to things. I mean, I get that you only have so much time to make a show and not everything can be perfect. It's not like everyone's making Breaking Bad and they have the time and budget and the inability and the control to do it all right. And But what the Just hell? Tell me a good comic book. I mean, from what I – the other thing I saw recently too is that, it, that the storyline that was basically in Secret Invasion was supposed to be probably Captain Marvel 2. It just that uh, they rewrote it without Captain Marvel in it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I also it's, don't like shape shifting hmm. that much, so it's also a gimmick that I don't like. So it, it didn't help. You don't like V? I like V. He's not shape shifting. 
Yeah, had a whole bunch of things. They're just wearing masks. They're yeah. wearing, yeah, they're, they're pe- but yeah, but it's not like one. It's always it's always a certain mask. It's not like they're switching people okay. constantly. I mean, I don't mind reptilians who come to Earth to, to eat everyone and steal resources and go away. That's cool. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's just like I'm a person. I'm a lizard. I'm a person. I'm a lizard. It's, there's two. There's two states of yeah. being. They're not shape shifting into every character they need to be to move the plot along without with with lazy writing. We can circle back to that when we get to recommendations. By the way, <laughs> You're recommend, are you recommending V? Uh, no, but I might be recommending something that I like in general as a series. But they occasionally do too much of the anyone can be anyone if the plot needs that person to yeah. be that person. Uh, but in general, they use it sparingly. It, but it, not it, not in number two. If, not, it's, <laughs> if things are sp- uh, yeah. like the one show I try to get you to watch with what's his name, you know, there's two versions of every single person, and sometimes they do try yeah. to pretend to be the other person. Like that, I don't mind if you do it well in in, in an interesting way. I can take small doses of it. But yeah, well, no, I'll just. Because I, I was going to have two recommendations, but I'll bring up one of them now because it's topical, uh, which is the Mission Impossible series, right? Because sure. <laughs> I enjoyed the most recent one, and I think that series in general is really fucking strong. And yeah. I think like every couple of years a new one comes out, people go, that was good, and then they just forget that series exists. Yeah. Um, we should rewatch two and see if it's still no. bad. <laughs> to my <laughs> point, have, have you seen all of them recently? Again? I, I saw two in the theater when it came out. Yeah. And it, it, oh. <laughs> Maybe we could try rewatching it. Maybe it's better than I remember. But the, Probably it's to that point. Invasion. Because, like, in all the other Mission Impossibles, they have those stupid magic masks, yeah. which are yeah. the things I like least about the Mission Impossible movies are those stupid magic masks because anybody can be anybody at any time, and it, it, it they go to it all too often. And I always, like, block it from my memory, but then, like, in this the, the new one, it happens, and the first time it happens, I'm like, oh, Jesus, that's right. These are in this fucking movies. Uh, and so I just have to deal with it. But two, like, no joke, ha- I think there was a part where somebody must have been wearing, like, five masks because they kept taking off a layer and being somebody else, and it's like... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and like the Mission Impossible, like a couple times they feel like the one with Henry Cavill is cool because the, the, the mask is only used effectively once or twice. And, but it's really, it's like well done in that one. And the one yeah. before that, they don't use masks too much. But yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And Henry Cavill is used, I think, like twice. And it, within the film, you need to do twice because one time it's importantly done and well done. Yeah. But you have to set it up within the film earlier. So they Correct. do it once early and they do it a second time later. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was the perfect amount of how to do it. That was like the best version of, of the mask. two, if two is as bad as I remember, that is the reason that I hated two was that two... Tom Cruise's head would like when people wear twenty T-shirts and mm-hmm. they look like the Michelin Man. Like he would have just had this giant bobblehead and just been peeling. And he's like, "Oh wait, wait, that's two two masks. Let me get the first mask and just peeling that one. Would hold the other ones down." It I was don't so remember stupid. someone having multiple masks on. There's it. at least one part where somebody's wearing. Like, it's their face, a mask, and another mask. Because I remember there's a time where the mask comes off and then another mask comes out, and he was, was another it, person wearing a mask under the mask the whole time. Was it, was it like Sting wearing a mask? You ever, Do you have you like ever seven see voice the, mask see controllers? I don't think yeah, they actually have to have like the. Like and it was like it was in the, the Vatican or something, right? They go in the Vatican in that one? Or is the, it the Vatican one has the Vatican, but there's only one mask. The Vatican's the, in three, yeah. Oh, yeah, two's the motorcycle. And doves. Plenty of doves because John Woo loves his doves. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember motorcycles. That's all I re- really remember from two. Um, but no, do you ever see the the video, the the image or even the, the gif image of Sting in a crowd going to punch somebody? Oh, and that then, Sting! And then yes, re- revealing revealing that he's wearing a mask. I thought you meant mask. the other Sting. Sting, as in the the singer, the yes. murderer. In That's the who I thought you were talking about too. <laughs> yeah. 
You guys have been watching me watch wrestling like for the fallout. I will always think of Sting the singer when somebody oh, says Sting. Sting. I will never think of the wrestler. No. Because the thing is, Sting the wrestler, he was WCW when I was... I mean, I was busy watching WWF because that's where we had uh, my boy... Uh, didn't you have a put? Oh, yeah, over there. Uh, Mick Foley. Four? No, down down a shelf. Vader rebuilt? Yes, exactly. Mick Foley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personal hero. So I watched the hell of that. I didn't watch them. So, like, Goldberg, meh. That, no that clue. was at the heyday of you know, thing was Hollywood Hulk Hogan and all that shit. I don't I don't know anything about WCW in the 90s because mm-hmm. I was I was all WWF. Before they were WWE. But yeah, if you look up, you'll see that there's a there's an image of Sting revealing himself as Sting. <laughs> yeah. Taking off a mask with his mask on. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> uh what were we talking about? No, I was talking about Secret oh, Invasion. Secret Invasion. I somehow I got there. I'm not sure why. I was trying to talk about you know I was trying to you know talk about games for a little while since we you know I was trying to be ridiculous. That's why. But we ran we ran out of games to talk about. So that's fair. I was trying to find a description of what the part I was talking about. I found an article which is every Mission Impossible mask reveal ranked. Oh, no, <laughs> so, oh, not now I remember what I wanted to say in this here too. Um, I'm realizing after watching this most current one and after watching the amazing show that's on Netflix, which is I think you should leave. Um, every single sequence that involves a mask in Mission Impossible should have a hard cut immediately to the the mask sequence that's in I think you should leave. It, I don't understand how that would work. <laughs> just what they're talking about. All right, spoilers in the in the most recent one. One of the masks gets ruined in the machine, and they're like, "I don't know how we're going to be able to use this." And then just immediate hard cut to him. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> just. I did really enjoy the recent Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> see, that's the kind of movie I want to go to see the theater for because I know there's going to be action and, and suspense and, and 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 just action and action. It, yeah, I, I I like that. I like I like Fallout. Fallout was really good. Um, Henry, I didn't realize how early in the film Henry Cavill uh, punches his mustache into his existence. Yeah, or locks his mustache into existence. This but. most recent one had one of the best car chases. I, I it actually put the last couple Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies to shame. That car chase scene in Mission Impossible was phenomenal. It was how how it starts off is the best start off for oh, everything. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Mission Impossible movies always do really good job cutting the tension with just just the right amount of comedic little timing because they're not they're not necessarily funny movies but they always know how to drop just a few funny moments in a in a thing and yet make it work where it's still in the middle of an action sequence and not taken away from what's going on but it just you just get a nice chuckle then back to the intensity of nonsense that's going on. Yep, uh, going in circles has been a theme that in the last couple movies that we've seen has been very entertaining. Yeah, the the flash the flash moment where he's running without his powers in a circle. Yes, <laughs> and and he's running like like how he runs like the goofy flash running that he does, <laughs> but he's just running slowly in a circle around. Somebody. Yeah, I <laughs> I really I I really I got dizzy <laughs> laughing at that scene in the flash. Yeah, so I. It was, it was it was hilariousness at its peak. It, it was amusing to be at the Mission Impossible when the movie was over. Instantly, all three people, you, both of you and my wife, got out your phones to Google because none of you recognized Palm Clementine. I was the only person who recognized that character. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're all like, who the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like one of the things where 
she looked like someone else that I had known that I knew she wasn't the other person, and I just I just cannot place her. Yeah. I cannot place. Well, she didn't have the antenna. She was in the. They probably just like put it on her wig or yeah, something. I, that's actually what she looks like in real life because she's French. Yeah, I, I love her in in Guardians. It was, Mantis is just so so fun. Pretty much all the people in Guardians are really well done, really good actors. So I think it's this Thursday. What's what's is August third Thursday or Friday? What, what Thursday. Is, I'm gonna not talk to anyone after that because I'm gonna be playing a lot of Baldur's Gate three. So. That's fair. How how has somebody on my Steam been showing up as playing Baldur's well, Gate? Well, because Baldur's Gate Three has technically been out for a year because it's was an early access. So they've been playing. Oh. They've been playing. It's like a, they've been playing like the first chapter of that game for like a year. And I specifically didn't get that game because I don't want to have to repeat. Because I the, the same people who made Divid, Divinity Original Sin Two made this game, and I remember playing Divinity Original Sin the, the first part too much, getting to the second part. I would replay the first part and building new characters. And I remember at some point going, "I can't play this game again because I just can't handle the first quarter of the game." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that with. I didn't want to ruin any of the game for 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 release and. I will say, me and Chris, we might do some co-op with, but you might ask not. Because it's 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 playing a game like that co-op is fun, but it it doubles if not triples your time because it's just takes long because you you're having to make more decisions or talking about decisions. And because I've played a few, and I, I do enjoy playing those games co-op, but Chris also is very busy lately. So if I play with Chris, it'd be like once a week, twice a week, maybe for a couple hours. And that game is probably going to take 70 to 80 hours, best case scenario, to beat solo. So co-ops probably would be 100 hours. And 100 hours at four hours twice a week is not the pace that I can do often. I did it for originals. I did it for Wastelanders 3. I did it, but that game was like maybe 50 hours. And I did it for Divinity Original Sin with Chris. And that was 80 hours of four hours here, four hours there. He had a bit more free time there. So we maybe did it three or four times. And it's a game that'd be tempting maybe from because you can go, I think, up to four players, but every person probably adds twenty to thirty hours. Of yeah, because it's to do. it's not like doing a co-op with something like Borderlands, right? Where it's Correct. like, you know, yeah, it might be slightly longer because like, you know, going to shops in town and stuff like that, but like a boss fight in a shooter takes X time regardless of how many people Correct. are there, right? And but something like this, because it's decision making and discussing you're, and you're tweaking your characters a lot more. You're only ever playing together. There's a lot more story elements. And a lot of it is you just listening to the you're, during fighting you're doing stuff, but then there's a lot of I mean, there's all there's just plenty of time where you're just listening to the story and there's no interaction. So it's not like you're like Borderlands, we would chat while doing Borderlands and, and stuff like yeah. that. So I might yeah, and and also in August, late August, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game comes out that I know we're going to jump into for, you know, some, I, that game will never not be as fun as it will be at release. Release for the yeah. first month, even if, even if we never, even if the game is fun for us, the first month will be the best. And that was how it was with Evil Dead. Evil yeah. Dead, it was the most fun when we were playing it. Friday the 13th was the most fun off the bat. And, mm-hmm. and, and maybe that's those, maybe that game will stay fun for a while. But the odds are it probably won't, and I so I want to. I definitely want to put time into that game for the first month. God, I'm gonna be so stretched thin that last week of August because that's gonna come out, and I, you know, yeah. we'll we'll play that together. Also, August 25th is when uh, um, 
Armored Core 6 yep. comes out, and I'm going to be playing that at least 30 hours a day, yeah. right? So I need to figure out that math. And then also, that's the week of my anniversary. Raylene took that week off so that we could do stuff <laughs> together for that week. So I'm going to take that week off also, but it's like, all right, you know, let's happy anniversary. I'm going to go play games. <laughs> is, it, is it your anniversary or anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. So ball, but ball is game. So I'm, I, I want to play, but, and also, I mean, you're talking, if we play it, we're not even going to probably be in the main Discord because you can't play a game like that listen to all the dialogue and have like five people chat in the background just so mute we, the game and read the text we could i mean no i mean you could just, you just well we, we might have do, many channels we might I do mean, like the yeah, D, we might do our D use because we're all in that discord but there's only a few of us in there so if people join it just keeps the number i can't have like a beanish or a charlie or someone just popping in and if we're playing those games because there is going to be so much interactive and i don't know how when we're going to play it because I'm, I mean, I'm going on to Shatterpoint a couple nights a week. Chris is doing family stuff a couple nights a week, so we're just trying to figure out when we play it. And I might, so I might just play, I might just do a, a solo thing and do I just one. wander around the house trying to feel where I'm supposed to go. Yeah, so. you yeah. know, there's something that could help with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would. It doesn't help with um. So kind of weird thing. Um. So my wonky eye. If I'm wearing my my old man, you know, uh, big glasses for painting and that. Um, I can kind of make out for, for my depth reception. That's, that's yeah. the hardest thing right now is depth reception. Yeah. So I can see normally with my left eye, but if I go to paint, I'm sitting there like trying to look to see how close I'm getting to the paintbrush. Yeah. And it, it's, it's very difficult for me to catch where I'm actually painting as someone um, without depth reception, I'm just like, ha, see, it's hard. <laughs> that's just, because <laughs> that is definitely a skill you learn. That's oh, what kinesthesia is for, right? What, what is it? What? Kinesthesia. Don't know what it is. So close your eyes, mm-hmm. touch your nose with one of your fingers. Okay. How did you do that? You couldn't hear your finger, you couldn't taste your finger, you couldn't smell, see, or, you know. Muscle memory. None of your, or not even muscle memory, you know, like, you know, I could, I could, you know where your body is, Mm -hmm. is the short answer. Like, you know, at any moment, without seeing it, you know where your legs are, you know where your ears are, you know where your nose is, and that self-awareness is kinesthesia. Hmm. Chris had made a you mentioned someone playing Baldur's Gate like they do they're doing a full reset on the third two so all that all other stuff and they're even adding a bunch of stuff to the first chapter so someone like someone like on our friends list who's played the game for a year will get a little bit new to that chapter one but yeah. pro, but still but not not enough I don't think to replay it but I'm excited and Chris we will have to figure out somehow to play that game I, I don't know how or when but it will be it will be fun and if others wanted to we I'm always willing to try more players but I, I've learned in the past that. It's, it gets more difficult the more people you try to add mm-hmm. into something like that. It's it's just because it just is. It's because it, how you're running around, you're kind of you're 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 not. It's not like a free world. You're 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 limited in a smaller area. You need to be paying all the, the, all the quests are going on. There's just so much going on in those games. You don't have to pay attention. Well, it gets real difficult real fast. Listen, you I've had, ruined plenty of D and D campaigns in real life. <laughs> I can uh, I can ruin a digital one too. Sure. I just, I generally try to take the, I take I take things a lot slower than I think what other people like to do in those style of games. So I know I'm not a natural fit for for those things. Like even Borderlands, I think we were going we're we're going by just fine. But I felt like I still wanted to to soak in the areas a little bit more. And sure, uh, sure. Uh, like for Fallout, uh, like I'm usually not with you guys jumping to every single event in that. I'm. Yeah. Usually. 
Well, I think, and I think, well, not yeah. We've been, we've, we've been yeah. playing a lot of Fallout. It's almost been a month now of playing just a lot of Fallout seventy six. Mm-hmm. But like, like that's gonna slow. Down. Like I'm gonna reply. I mean, I'm still gonna play and do some daily stuff. But like I'm gonna, you know, and like I said, I want to play Baldur's Gate three. But I'm like to me, I'm still really focusing more on Shatterpoint than most other things. Like Saturday would be the first Saturday where I could play Baldur's Gate three all day. I'll be playing. I mean. Uh, yeah, I could be playing Baldur's Gate, but I'll be playing Shatterpoint because we have a play day at the local game store for like a meet and greet type of a thing. So, see, meanwhile, on the third, I'm going to a drag show, so there that shows the very different. Uh... <laughs> and there's also Gen Cons. People are doing that. Yeah, there's true. all sorts of things going on uh, this this coming weekend. I yeah, so it'll be fun. Yeah. And Baldur's Gate three is using the D and D five E rules, which is kind of exciting. So I'm just excited to kind of get that and to play it. I've I've uh, expanded my uh, my some of my miniature collections or board game collections. I need to get rid of some of my board games. Um, I realized that the one thing that makes me happy uh, about games, you know, people talk about the strategies and stuff in the games make you happy. I think for me, it is completing. Completing the collection is what makes me. I happy. mean, when I collect something, like when I did play Shadows, I did make sure I like if I have something, yeah. I do want all of that something. Mm-hmm. I, I I do understand that that desire. But eventually, the the part that I have to fit into there is actually playing the game. Sure, that's true. Well, I feel like you decided to go blind just so you didn't have to finish painting my stuff. That's, <laughs> that was a sabotage. That is that, that was, sabotage. I, I went out in the, into the sun and I just stared at it, <laughs> and, then, and I'm like, I'll just pirate into the light. So, okay, you, Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how you were, you were like, when you were like 95 percent of, of United, you had it all. You were like yeah, that last five percent. You were driving places and getting it all. That that that, that crazy little nonsense you were in. That's me with like ninety five percent of my stuff painted. It's like it's so it's so close. But I know you can't paint. I'm just giving I'm just giving your captain. But I'm saying, but you know, stop steering in the sun. It's just, just what it is. Put on an eye patch and paint his fucking minis. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna patch. break your knees. I <laughs> well, though, no, you were with me. You were with me on Discord the other night when you were playing playing uh, playing uh, Dead by Daylight, and I w- I was seriously trying to paint up. Uh, one of the models, and I was just painting a wire. It was just one of the, there's like three wires that go across one of the, the train pieces. And I was painting a blue wire, and I'm like, I, I can't, it's taken me so long. The paint is drying on my brush before I can actually touch <laughs> it to the model. Sure. Because, because you can't. I don't want to get the paint anywhere else, so I'm very hard to concentrate to get it onto that one spot. See, my trick was I made sure the colors around stuff like that where I could I could redeb them on there because you have the you, it'd be harder on that because you have you've obviously done like the shading and not the shading. I'm not sure you call where you've the had dry brushing the dry brushing, brushing around it. So you'd have to redo all that and that would be kind of a pain. So I, I get why that'd be kind of a challenge. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I mean I'm hoping I'm hoping in in a good at least well in a month I'll know what can be done. Uh, and then I'm sure that it's probably going to be like maybe six months after that before things are done. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure that they're going to want me to, to be um, better, uh, oh, if you're have high, a better yeah, diet. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. Stuff like that, I, so. I know that Raylene, because she's pre-diabetic, and, and so she's having to watch her diet and everything like that. And, and one of the things was as she ate more or less sugar, like as she was good or bad about her diet, her prescription would change. Like mm-hmm. she, she stopped wearing her her contact lenses for like a week just because they were wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, like you said, it could definitely be related. 
Uh, well, it, it definitely is related for for what's happening to my my right eye is is most definitely diabetic. Related. See, we joke about losing the feet, but those you can paint without feet. Mm-hmm. The eye is really getting into Andy's ass. And I mean, and it, and it yeah. is. I don't want to be. Ter- I mean, you because you know. I mean, unfortunately, there are people who do. I mean, you can lose an eye. Obviously, you're, obviously you're, I mean, you're, I could you, go blind. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Well, no, you lose it. Like you wake up and it's, it, it ran away. It, ran away. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it like literally just like ran away and you have to like hide and seek. It's it's, it's just really weird. Yeah. It heard you were going to watch the uh, Secret Wars and it didn't want to be part of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Se- like, I'm out of here. Secret, Secret Wars is a There's, different, yeah, different uh, yeah. I, I, for most of the time when I, when I lie in bed at night to, before I go to sleep, um, I usually watch something on, on YouTube. In that, and my PlayStation kept on popping up with Secret Invasion. I'm like, maybe I should watch an episode. God, it is hilarious that I'm not even I'm not even joking. Every single day, something happens. Like I'll just be like flipping through channels, or like you know, that'll come up like this. Something will happen that mentions Secret Invasion. I go, oh yeah. Like I legitimately forget about it daily. Like not even like an active like oh that's garbage and I'm not going to watch it. I, my brain refuses to admit that that show exists. I'm actively excited to go see the next because the next thing up is Loki season 2 and that I'm actually hope, hopeful for because I liked Loki season 1. But is, is that the next thing like at all or is there a film before that? When's the Marvels come out? I think the I think Marvels is September I want to say. I, I might be I might even be October. I think I'm not sure if Loki is before. They're they're kind of close to each other. I thought the Marvels was another was not. I thought it was October or November. And they haven't really mentioned what they're doing about the whole Jonathan Majors thing. So I think we'll they're. Try, I think that I feel like trying to ride it out and just hope. Well, I think it's also. I think it's ride it out and like make sure how bad he is. Like, is it? Is yeah. it? Is it like a thing where? Because there's levels of. I mean, obviously anything is bad, but I mean, is it? Was it? Is it an incident or is it? Is it? chronic is it just like well, obviously, also from a logistic standpoint is he going to be available for shooting you yeah. know <laughs> oh, yeah. i, I gotta keep that in that mind blow over already i thought it i thought it did Maybe i, 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 I think we're in like attention. the pre-trial phase like there's oh, going okay. to be a criminal trial yeah yeah i i liked him in a lot of stuff so it sucks yeah, i mean he's a good actor but obviously if he's a, if he's a terrible human being then you know he doesn't need to be in our in, in stuff i like yeah but it yeah, is I what, guess we were just talking about Tom Cruise, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> he just uh, has people murdered. He doesn't hurt them. It's a, he, it's, he, a quick, it's a quick one shot and done. You know, it's a it's assassination style. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, trial is in August. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, you yeah, know, we'll see about that. Again, my vote, as always, and I wish they'd done this for The Flash, as good as Ezra Miller is as an actor, you know... I think they easily could have been replaced with Tignataro. We have the technology. It worked for Army of the Dead. There's no reason every time there's some terrible person in your movie that's done. It's like when they had to do the reshoots for Kevin Spacey yeah. with all the money in the world. Um, you know, it was Plummer that they did. They yeah. replaced with, with Michael Plummer. Or Michael Plummer. Michael yeah. Plummer. <laughs> yeah, it took it took some time off from his private press gig and whatever. But yeah, um, uh, AMG. Yeah, I know. I was. It is the cra- point is just CGI Tignataro over everything. I want I want her to be the new Alan Smithy. When someone needs to be out of a project, sure, boom, Tig everywhere. So I'm gonna say a positive thing about Michael Plummer, mainly because he won't hear this, and I would never compliment him to his face. 
Because uh, he's a guy that we knew is just a guy from Chicago who became a press ganger and did a lot of stuff with. You know, he was just a, just a regular dude who was down in Chicago, and now he's because he's like the he's the main developer of Shatterpoint. Like he's the yep. guy who's like his name is like the you know the the man for that game, and it's really good. And I'm, I just think of Plummer just you know this obnoxious not obnoxious I mean I think everyone from Chicago just to be you know this is a Chicago like the guys who came to fight us and battles and games and he was a fun guy but it was just plumber it's just like I'm any, confused you've you've claimed Shatterpoint's good <laughs> I know and it's plumber it's just like my brain it's just cool to see someone that was just you know I don't know I didn't realize that he had and he, he knew before yeah he just yeah he just he was uh he was really good I guess and I you know because he was always you know good at War Machine and fun to play and whatever but he didn't strike me as a guy who would be who could just design a really good game. I mean, I don't think I, I don't I don't he think most didn't strike me as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone I know is smart enough to do a really. Design. I, I have low expectations of everyone <laughs> I know in general. I don't think any of us are good enough to do anything of yes. value of note. Valid. That's, that's my that's just my general state. Everyone I know is is never going to accomplish anything in their lives, and that's okay. I'm not. I don't. I don't think. There's, I don't. I also don't think there's a negative. I just it takes think the stress off of it. Yeah, exactly. We're just all lo- lame losers, and that's okay. Yeah, that's just my normal. That's I. Crippled system. The the masters of the the spitting back fist compliments. Yeah, <laughs> and plumber <laughs> kicks yeah. ass. I'm just saying, but he's yeah. not going to hear this. But uh, there, there's people who might actually listen no. to this and might be able to inform it. No one no. listens to this. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. No, as well. no. But I'm just saying, I it's just it's just amazing that it's just because I just think Shadowpoint's great, and it's just it's just crazy to me that just the guy that just just Palmer from Chicago did that. It's just he did. It's cool. I'll believe people listen to us when somebody does one of those animated things over a chunk of our podcast, like you see they do for like other people. Oh, like an animated version of the podcast? Yeah, that's what I meant when I said an animated the animated <laughs> version of our podcast. <laughs> Sorry if I was unclear <laughs> there. Unclear about that. Yeah, yeah. you just be like just piles of turds talking. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, or, or it'd, potatoes, or, or <laughs> potatoes. We could yeah. definitely have a poop or potato. Yeah, there is there is a callback that nobody will know except for it has its own <laughs> Facebook page. Yeah. It does. To this day, I have no clue where the fuck that came from. Now, I, Brian, I, it was like, I'm starting this episode and I have a thing I want to do and he did his thing and we're all like, what is happening? But we allowed it to happen. I thought of that idea halfway through the <laughs> week. I re, I actually rehearsed the, the, my opening little spiel I made for it. I had spent like five <laughs> times just repeating it so I could get it right. It's the only thing I've ever <laughs> plotted or into. Yeah, that was my peak performance of this podcast was pooper potato. I don't know what. Just middle of the week, it popped into my head. And I'm like, I'm running with this one. It alliterates. Yeah, go. No, I, 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 I mean, it's something that should just be a normal thing. Yeah, we, we get that could be our whole rating system. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, is it pooper potato? Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Zappity. Do we? We don't have any of those. I didn't make any notifications oh, yes, other than just on Discord. Uh, join our Discord. Uh, join if you Chris. go to our Facebook page, uh, it's one of our pinned links on on there. Join our Discord. We have lots of people posting random shenanigans and yeah. memes and stuff in there. Um, we talk about uh, just about every single gaming thing that you can think of. We have games. We do <laughs> actually talk about Games Workshop games in there too. Yeah, GW section, AMG section, all sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Chris, I don't know. I'm there's not sure a genius section has joined us or not. Yeah, the yeah, there's a section for the genius. This Game I, of Blood season two is going great, by the way. <laughs> uh, for the Game of Blood, it's another Korean variety elimination show, a la Genius. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, crime scene season four. 
uh, is is being filmed, and I think Jin Ho is back on that. And Crime Scene was great stuff. It's Korean celebrities doing, uh, you know, like uh, murder escape room investigation things. Yeah. Korean variety shows are fucking amazing. Brian and I have been telling you guys for years, and none of you assholes watch any of it. We would settle just for the genius. Yeah, just I, the genius. The other ones the I've ones. The other ones are okay. They're enjoyable, but yeah, the genius, genius is, is it's the top. It's the gold standard of everything. It's the gold standard of life. So, Game of Blood, I will spoil something. The title's weird, and it would be great to go in blind, but no one's gonna go in blind because you all are savages. But I will, so I will spoil the gimmick, which is. At first, it looks like a genius ripoff, and then at, at the end of the first episode, you discover it's actually two genius ripoffs because it's two households, but it's parasite style. There's people in a mansion playing the genius, and there's people living in the basement in rags also playing the genius against the people in the mansion, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But we definitely it's it's not about this terrible fucking podcast. So if you're staying off because you think it's a podcast it's a it's a uh, not not game of blood the discord. I'm going to open it back. No. Join the discord. It's for memes and talk about atomic mass games and talk about movies and talk about music and just talk about mm-hmm. random shit. It's just another conversation place. I saw I saw something that was shown at I think it was at Comic-Con. Uh the the fucking Transformers there's so they're fucking transformers. Yeah, I guess I uh, you can actually program them. You could actually program to do that. Um, but uh, they have the the makers of that Optimus Prime that transforms himself and actually does like combat moves and such like that. They made a Grimlock that transforms the same way. Okay. It is so fucking awesome. It it, it costs like a thousand dollars to buy them. So. Uh, randomly, um, please donate a thousand dollars. I've spent a grand on worse. I still regret not buying the like eighteen inch tall, hyper realistic uh, Kane RoboCop two because it was like twelve hundred dollars, and and at the time I was like selling my teeth to afford rent. But now I could swing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm in a yeah. position where it would be my splurge, but I could. And of course, now it doesn't. It could, you know, it's not that, available. That it is nice. It is nice knowing that if I saw something for a, a little bit of money and I wanted it, I could just get it. Yeah. There is, and also because I understand, I also not only do I have a little bit more money, I also understand how to like navigate. Or if I did it now, I could like you know I have enough to yeah. like I've been flowing, keep it low for a few months and get the thing I wanted. Understand you know understand all that you know. That's called adulting. Yeah, I know yeah. it is. So since Chris is listening, Chris, you need to come down in one of these weeks and play some games. Pick, yeah, pick a weekend. Yep, I got I got so oh my god. Speaking of adulting, I did not adult, and I got all the Marvel United. Like, all the Marvel United. Like, we talked about this on the podcast, and I think I actively said I'm going to pass on it, because I think it was originally going to be, like, a two-player game. Um, I learned that it's not, and I learned that my love of those chibi models is way too much for me. So, yeah, I bought a lot of Marvel What's also good? It's a, it's, it's a co-op game that had co-op games generally have good success in our group. It's something mm-hmm. that you can also play with the most amount of people. It doesn't last that long. I mean, it's, it's not a long, it's a game doesn't take like two out four hours mm-hmm. to play. It's, you know, an hour to two hours to play. It's something where if you, and this is the part that's going to screw you. If you were proactive and set up a day at a store and just invite a bunch of people, we know to play it, you could actually probably get a bunch of things going. It's just that extra step. Sometimes I feel like I feel like ninety percent of our group can't take step one to organize it to do it. They can do they could do it just fine, but that five minutes to organize it is is the part they can't do. Yeah, it's just a skill that I don't know. 
I have, but it's just a, for whatever reason, it's a hard thing for many, many people. I am excited to eventually when my eyes are fixed to to paint them because I want to paint my MCP models. And paint and, your eyes? Yeah, paint my <laughs> eyes. Yep. No, but I, I'm excited to paint the the MCP models that I have. And then also paint the chibi version at the same and yet, time. Yeah, yeah, as you say, you have to do it at the same so time, awesome. just side by side, make a yeah. match. Oh god, they, they look. They just, they just all. They're, they're, they're not like bad looking chibis. They're all just really good versions of those comic characters. Yeah, and, and chibi can be really bad. It can uh, be. You know, it has to be done right. Or, or, and not, not to say it has to be done right, but it's one of those aesthetics that it's easy to be lazy and go, people like Chibi, and you just shit out a terrible model, and it has a big head, so therefore it must be good. Yeah. But you have to put in the effort to actually make it interesting and, and, and understand why the body shape is that way. It's not just like big head equals cute. Like There's more aesthetics to that. Yep, they're all stylized yeah. really perfectly. I really like the, the uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur miniature that's coming mm-hmm. out from the multiverse set. Just looks... Oh my god, this is so good. Um, I mean, that company, when it comes to making miniatures, their games are hit or miss. Although United has good reviews, uh, they've they can do some pretty good work on miniatures. This, this is actually this is not Cool Mini. It's a it's, not cool it's a it's a third party that's doing it under Cool Mini's banner. Oh. So well, cool. yeah, but they but well, they gave them a good a good enough directions because they they are yeah. they are they look very good. They're, they're very well. Keith Hooks. Uh, owns everything for it as well and he just paints it like he doesn't he'll never play on united but he loves painting the models models he has a whole display case of a bunch of the cheese that's painted what up. i'm gonna eventually do well hopefully that'll be what i do eventually too if i have regained some sight i hope you regain sight even even not thinking about being selfish about my my painting models <laughs> i still hope you can see better because <laughs> i don't have to like walk guide you around <laughs> yeah well, yeah i'll be fine yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely serious enough for me to make some some uh, some life changes. I mean, I've pretty much eliminated sugar from my diet now, uh, most of it. I got bit by a, a a sale, and they're like, you know, ending tomorrow. And of course, they probably just do it constantly. The ending tomorrow is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got the I, I joined Weight Watchers because it's normally like thirty dollars to sign up, and then like twenty dollars a month for access to the app and guidance stuff like that. And it was free sign up and only 10 bucks for the first year per month and i was like oh, all right i'll swing that the weight watcher app only program is kind of cool yeah I, I i like having something like i used to use my fitness pal for a lot yeah, and so i've been I. doing Numa a little bit but I've been, I've been debating going back to the weight. it's it's just nice it's a nice thing and their, and their, and their, their system is really nice is the way they do points and stuff it's i just like having a little bit of guidance what to eat and their app is pretty inattrusive while just giving you some basic stuff and you yeah their database is really good on stuff and yeah i used to do my fitness pal too and the reason i did this for two reasons one because my fitness pal the free version doesn't have a barcode scanner anymore he just told me that i have to double check and it, 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 it yeah because i tried using it like last year and i'm like what the fuck i have to actually type things in mm-hmm. bullshit and then also weight watchers i like it's not a calorie counter like they kind of do the math like it's not all about the calories you know yeah. like things aren't created equal and so it's easier uh number wise and it also you feel like you're cheating but that's the point they're tricking you into making good decisions because there's shit like you know i can eat infinite pickles pickle Mm -hmm. pickles are zero points right like yes technically pickles have calories and if i was using something that was a calorie counter i'd be like one dill pickle but it's innocuous like 50 fucking calories who gives a shit whereas weight watchers are like whatever zero points don't even bother putting in the fucking app right (laughs) 
Well, um, and, and, others, and like any fruit. I had fruit salad. And I went in there like, all right, I just ate a bunch of fruit salad for lunch. How many points? And they're like, fuck you. Get out. It's zero. We don't give a shit about fruit. Good job eating fruit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Weight Watchers, is, it, that's, I 100% agree. And it does two other things I like a lot. Because what Weight Watchers does and what Noom does, it's also, they're not interested in like, just eating well for a little bit because they're trying to build habits. They're like, just eat better long term, and that way you don't have the up and down nonsense. Yeah. So they're more about don't be radical, just go in a direction, understand the value of why this is worth zero or this is worth one. So you just naturally, so on days where even if you don't count hard, you still mentally know, okay, this stuff is better, this stuff isn't. So it's they're trying to educate you on long-term healthy eating versus yeah. the gimmick of the lost weight weight loss, which is cool. And there is a like Weight Watchers when I was in it, they had like there's like there's it's sometimes nice to go to the social community because people there are usually pretty positive and they they they'll you see a lot of success stories and you know it's nice to have to like hear other people or you know or someone posts a struggle and someone responds well. So yeah. it's pretty ha- cool. Having positive reinforcement is very good for because I mean that's the other thing though too is you're changing your diet so you're not eating the same so you feel weird. And then if you, you know, have a nice outlet where people are responding positively to you, that can definitely be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, my appointment month basically it's when Andy Andy gets health insurance and is able to go to appointments again. So I, I'm. Oh, that's true. With just getting a new job, that probably it wasn't just that. Like the American medical system said, "Fuck you, we'll see you in two months." It might have been that too, but but yeah. Well, it's the American system of "fuck you." You don't have a job, so you don't have insurance. So that's fuck a valid you. counterpoint. Yeah. Because if you if we had if everyone had insurance, then the, then it would be terrible. Also, it's just your eyes, so they're not even on medical insurance. <laughs> I eyes and teeth. Well, yeah, they're I, part of your body, but fuck you, they're not part of your well, medical insurance. What? That kind fuck is with that maintenance is not, but that kind of stuff is. Sometimes you could see somewhat. You could still eat somewhat. You could eat as much applesauce as you want. Why? Why the fuck is dental not just part of your health insurance? Yeah, it's a a whole new racket. It's part of my fucking body. Like, like you cover every other bone in my body, but not these bones. Also, spoiler: you get gum disease, you have a heart attack, and die. Like Mm -hmm. that shit. It's so nonsensical. Yeah, plaque is plaque is a big thing, and yeah, having a nice. I collect it. Yeah. yeah. Or just scrape it off and just put it underneath. Yeah, you know, like in the day, you just kind of scrape and then you just wipe that on the table. Like I, keep, I keep it all in there. Yeah. I try yeah. to layer my... I, I, yeah. I, I keep my teeth safe with all the plaque. Yeah. I, a nice layer of... Nathan a, just shatters all of his uh, so he doesn't have to worry about them. That's true. That's yeah. true. You make it more jagged. I can cut into meat better. Yeah. I had the thing where, like, you know, I've been very sniffly the last couple of weeks because of, you know, allergies and whatnot. And the sinus pressure puts pressure on my teeth, so I get toothaches because, you know, oh, that's yeah. that's a side effect of that. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Don't, do not, and this is true in general, but do not make the decisions I've made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not financial advisors and we're not medical, yeah. medical uh, something. Listen, one of my biggest money-saving moments was when one of my teeth exploded immediately after I had another one extracted. I was like, cool, I saved money. It was a two-for-one special. It's a delayed bomb. <laughs> I only had one tooth extracted because I've done, like, root canals and, and root canals and the crowns. But once I had a back teeth, because I had a root canal and a crown, and then the root canal got infected, or they got infected, like, a couple years later. So they had, they had to do a second root canal and a second crown. So then when the other back tooth went... And then I had another... Like another thing like that happened, and then the third time I'm like, just you can just take it out. Yeah, I don't need that tooth. Well, because it was like a back tooth, and I'm like, okay, well, and the, the 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 same tooth had almost like a third infection, so I'm like, just just take it out because it's like because every 
insurance only covers root canals and crowns. They only cover like half, and it's a few thousand dollars. So yeah. it's a couple thousand. I spend so much money. It's a fucking nonsensical because if it gets infected and if it does like like all the shit that'll happen because of it is in your insurance. They like had the a, heart disease and everything. And they like, had to drill through the crown. So they like had to drill. Like, I could, like, it was like burning and smoke because they drilled through the crown to get through the crown to get back to the flesh <laughs> to get in there. Uh. And I will say, having that many root canals, I don't give a fuck about needles anymore because a root canal involves 75,000 needles coming at your face into your mouth. So even if you don't like needles, at some point you're just like, okay, I don't care anymore because it's just yeah. infinite needles in your face. I have had so many blood draws and stuff like like in <laughs> the last the six months. The needles, yeah. Like I've probably had 100 needles in me yeah. in the last six months and I was so phobic. As a kid, they had to literally strap me down mm. so I would not punch the nurse. Yeah. Now I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Good job. I barely felt that one. High five, and I leave. Those, 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 I don't mind right now. But I'm also thinking of what, what is in my future for, for my eye. Yeah, yeah. and my do like the fire in the sky needle straight through the eye. My optometrist was telling me, it was like, yeah, you're probably gonna have to have laser surgery. Oh, sure, and and possible injections on a regular basis for your eye. And I'm thinking injections for my. The yeah. injections might be elsewhere to treat the eye. It might be just straight into the eye. I think part. I think. I think though the you're, you're going to be on so many drugs that like because that's the thing is you got to be relaxed to do it because I mean they can't because sometimes but laser they, you have to be fucking awake because they don't want REM kicking in so laser they can't put you under you which have the only to reason be I awake but you can still be like they, they call you can still sure, be like you like can stoned still, yes yeah. exactly that's that's the the. One of the managers at my work was telling a story. So he had no. LASIK. He had LASIK a few years back, and he sure. loved it. He was very happy, and he had to do like a follow up one this year, like yeah. you know, it like you know, because sometimes it kind of starts to fade again, and they have to like refresh it. Yep. So he was doing the LASIK, and he gets down, and the thing comes, and it puts a drop in his left eye, bloop, and then it was chunk, 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 does all its things, and then the machine goes to the right eye, and a drop hits him on the cheek, <laughs> and he goes, wait, <laughs> wait. That did not hit my eye. I am about to feel everything. <laughs> and so he started like thrashing his head because they have sensors where if your head moves, it shuts the machine yeah. down because they don't want to just laser your nose off. And so, yeah, he was like thrashing his head so that the auto shut off would go because he could tell it was about to be really bad. <laughs> I think I could be a pirate for the rest of my life. But for what it's worth, Andy, he immediately then just let them reset the machine and went through with it because it's worth it in the end. But uh, I know it's worth it. But I, and yeah. those laser things—it's literally boop and moving on. It's it's those laser things are actually they because they've been doing it for so many years. It is it's literally seconds. It's amazing. So I I haven't gone that many times in for glasses. Um, the air puff. <laughs> the air puff is is annoying though. But but uh, it's it's amazing how their machines there. They, they don't even have to do the stupid thing, you know, like have like, all right, is it two? Is it three? Is it, you know, even do that. They have a machine there that actually just looks and calculates it immediately. Huh. Like they had no eye doctor has to just sit there and just flip, flip, uh, lenses at all. Which are always so annoying because like sometimes you can't really tell and you feel like then you just lie to them and flip a yeah. coin in your head or yeah. like, you know, they're doing the test and it's like, you want to read the next line, so you're tempted to squint so that you can read it. But if you squint now, that means that your your uh, prescription is going to be based on squinting. But then, is the doctor taking that into account? And I should squint because yeah. he's going to adjust. It's, my, it's the worst part. My idea. Oh, I obviously I go over here for I, for obviously I wear glasses. I might change every like couple years. 
like four or five years ago, I switched from one do- one doctor retired and new doctor came in, and they got all new. It's like it's amazing how the new equipment's made things so much more. Like I I no longer get my eyes dial my eyes no longer get dilated. They don't really puff the, my air. They do so many new tests. I will say mine still do a little bit of the one or two, but it's very much less. Like you said, they dial things in more. There's a lot more of that technology that really kicks in. So, I mean, uh, the, for the eye stuff. The good thing for me is because I went in. So my stupid thing, I might have mentioned it on the podcast back then, but my stupid thing is I have glasses that um, at least last year my I could see kind of fine from farther away, and I can, I can still read a little bit, but it just was something that was very helpful for those glasses. And then I accidentally left those glasses on the back of my car and drove off to my mom's place sadness and then came back and then spent the next day looking for my glasses uh and then i remember and found them in the row and they're all smashed up uh and that's why i went to get the glasses there but when they ran my prescription they were basically saying like oh it's not much different than the last time so at least that's not going bad except for the explosion in my right eye sure so um yeah at least that's good is that my left eye has still got the same prescription as it had last time they checked my eyes. But yeah, I am not looking forward to needles. I'm hoping there's no actual injections. But if there is, if there are, you'll be so drugged up for it. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And then I get to be a pirate. Be a fucking pirate. Get the puffy shirt like uh, Jerry Seinfeld style. I'm sure, you know, because you were w- watching through the Seinfeld, so you've seen that episode probably. Uh, yeah, I think I saw the puffy shirt. I, I'm still saying my favorite episode ever is is the uh, charity drive. Uh, the charity drive is, oh, the, the two subplots in that are are, the, are glorious, and I'm probably missing more if I continue on, but the charity drive so far is you know, with Grandma, Grandma going to the bank, and going through the seedy parts of New York City, <laughs> trying to and everyone's really helpful, <laughs> and everyone's just really helpful, and then you know, and then everyone eating their their desserts with uh, with a fork and knife. Good show, classic. It's classic for a reason. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but do you have any stuff? Do you have any grumbles? No, no. Oh, uh, just in case, if you're going to Gen Con, if you really, really want to be nice to me, pick me up uh, a Mr. Sinister. Uh, 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 this is a Marvel United M- Marvel United uh, uh, promo that's that's at the Spincasters booth. What if they have previous year's promos there? Hmm? What if you, you have previous any-, one, any promos, any promos, especially Mr. Sinister, but any of them would be would be awesome. I'll give you some money for shipping and. Just PM me. Just P on you? PM me. On Cripple System. Private, private Discord. message me on Discord. I am the major Trisk in the Fordham. I don't know why I had a weird accent there, but I did. Fair enough. I'll allow it. So, uh, My other recommendation, since oh. I already recommended the Mission Impossible films, and mm. I'm not going to blindly recommend hard the things cut. that are coming up. What? Hard cut. Mission Impossible's hard cut to I wish you would leave. Oh, sure. Yeah, no. And the Mission I mean, whatever. Well, you can watch all of them. I really think the series takes off at three. Yes. Three. One, one is fine. 
Mm-hmm. Perfectly what is, what perfectly fine, whatever. Two is universally reviled, and then three has Philip Seymour Hoffman, and shit's great since then. It's basically the same. It's the same. Uh, it's the same as Fast and the Furious. One is fine, two isn't good, and it takes off at three. <coughs> Very interesting. Excuse me. Um, I think three is not as liked in the Fast and Furious. As the Mission Impossible? No, no, no. I would agree with that. But the true fans would appreciate three. Because three is where you get the director, Justin Lin. Nathan just left. Nathan, there's, there's Kleenex right here. I got paper towel. But there's actual Kleenex. So Nathan's other recommendation he wandered away from. So, ha, he's done. He's over. It's my turn. Ha, ha, my turn. Recommend the show Silo. I might have recommended it last time. Well, I'm recommending it again. Also, I read the boy. I also read the book since last time, so I've now read the trilogy. The show is based off of, and I enjoyed the books, and I enjoyed the show. And you should watch it. And that's really that's does, that. Does the the books kind of follow kind of similar to what the expansive of like you know first season is like book one? You well, know, or it, is it or is it uh, the expanse didn't really. F- the expanse was like it didn't wasn't exact. It, it wasn't it it didn't didn't because it's like. Partway through season three is when they got through book three. It was, it was they didn't really follow it exactly. I w- all of book one is not the first season. It's only it's, so they don't. It's not exact out there. They don't. They don't. Okay. They ended it. They also the books are kind of fast and loose and is in some ways more going on and some ways less going on. The the themes are all there. The main points are all there. Uh, but they actually add some of the characters that you see, they've added actually, they fleshed them out a bit nicer in the show for some of the characters, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Uh, I like the show quite a bit. The books were very enjoyable. Uh, I'm curious if the show will be able to go the full distance because, you know, well, especially shows today, who knows what's going to happen with TV to, and, and movies. But Hard to hold a, an audience. Well, hard to hold an audience plus with what's going to happen with the writer strike and, and, the, and the actor stuff. Who knows what, what, what shows will will. Because you will lose some shows out of this. Some you shows have to be more profitable than a tax cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... and there's that whole thing too, where shows could just be fine, but if there's a profit, you get re- they don't care about entertainment anymore, so things could just go away. Which is why I just I was like, I was talking because Tim really enjoyed the show as well. He's like, well, I kind of want to watch. I don't want to. I'm like, I don't have any faith it's going to finish, so I'm just going to read the books because you know. Also, I expect I always expect I'm going to be dead in five minutes, so I'm just going to like do what I can now because I'm going to be dead in a five minutes. That's my also, entire existence is I'm going to die right now. With streaming and stuff, like previous stuff, it's like, oh, you know, it didn't finish. Okay, you can hold off. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to hold off till they're done with the series, right? Yep. And then maybe the series get canceled after three out of a plan five, and it's a cliffhanger. It's really annoying. But then you can still see that. You know, it's out there. Like, maybe it's a DVD or whatever, whatever and it's, it's there. Now, that shit just vanishes. Yeah. Shit just gets deleted. Like, like, and that's, I mean, it is morally good to pirate everything you can. Um, you know, I will give money to companies if I can, but art needs to be saved. And even the worst movie, even the worst television show is still fucking art and it needs to exist out there. And you can't just let corporations go, eh, I get four extra dollars if this Batwoman movie doesn't exist. Voop! Erased from human history. It's like it's like one of my favorite sci-fi shows of, of recent in recent years. I mean, Expanse is amazing, but I mean, the most batshit crazy sci-fi show that I enjoyed recently was uh, Raised by Wolves, and that's gone. Yeah, you can't. I as far as I know, you can't stream it anywhere. Uh, yeah, so, which, and which sucks. And it, I don't know if they ever released that on physical media. It is it, okay. I, so I, have, it, I have it. So, but I, there is shit, you know. Um, and this is true of games too, right? Yeah. Like freaking uh, PT. 
yeah. is, is, you know, the big example. Like, Silent Hills never it happened. It was just a demo. And that's fine that it was just a demo, but it happens with other stuff. Like, and especially music rights, this happens a lot. Like, there's games that just get, get delisted, and it's like, if it was only ever a digital thing, and then it gets pulled, it ceases to exist. Transformers uh, Devastation, I want to say. It's, it's the one that's... That's that, like cell shaded kind the, of the one. full cell shaded. Yeah. It looks like it's a G one Transformers uh, game. That's gone. You can't get that anymore. So my PlayStation upstairs that has it. Yeah. Do I still is, have that downloaded? I'd have to yeah. check. It might be on my PS three. It is crazy that thing. Like I said it last week, but I hate stealing. But it's such a conundrum now because with this stuff you kind of have to if it goes because it's going to go away. Like if it was like just pulled from streaming, but you could get it. like well, Raised by Wolves is still available on Amazon. You can you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's, it's so bizarre. But I'm surprised. It, it's just weird when things go away like that, though. It's just yeah. Well, and it's like so like my, oh, my oh, go-to Westworld. example like yeah Westworld or like so the animated Tick from the '90s. Mm-hmm. You yep. know the Tick's great, and there was the cartoon, and it wasn't available for purchase. And so I had pirated DVDs where yeah. somebody just like burned all the episodes. They had mm-hmm. them on there, and I had those. And then eventually they did come out with a complete series, except it was missing one episode for I assume legal reasons. But uh, a, a functionally complete series box set on DVD, and even though I already owned it due to my piracy i bought that fucking thing i said here's my money thank you for making this available you know um but i mean fucking nintendo it's a it's a constant struggle with nintendo why won't you just let me play earthbound what is wrong with you Mm -hmm. here is money let me play game Uh, and but every new system they just erase their entire storefront and and there's like yeah that stuff's gone now it's like what the fuck is wrong with you it's yeah nintendo nintendo has a a healthy obsession with uh, with the vaulting shit, because because yeah. yeah, whatever new new switch thing that comes out, everything that they've done so far for the switch will be erased, and then they'll start releasing things again. Yeah. Hey, there's you could play you know game on NES games again on this system. Like Christ, we've been good. able to do this for a long time. Yeah, like. If it was on the Wii store, why wasn't it on the Switch store day one? Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you have the data. Yep. Also, maybe instead of... Oh, my God. Fucking Nintendo. It but yes, like, much. I will vote with my money. I will give you the product if you'll let me. But that's the problem is, like... You can't get the product. You can't get the product. And it's especially bad now that Damask is off. And again, like, I don't know if that new Scooby-Doo cartoon movie was going to suck ass. I don't know if that Batwoman movie was going to be the worst thing fucking ever. I might have hated that movie and thought it was absolute garbage. But any artistic endeavor being deleted for a tax cut is bad for the human race <laughs> it sucks yeah i mean I, I i i will never have physical media of of megas xlr and that 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 sucks because that show is amazing i lo- i would love to show that to everyone i could ever find yeah the only place you could find it now is i think apple i apple to uh, itunes store i think you can actually still buy it um, or, but again, or, that's only digital and, and who knows how available it'll be. And a lot of the stuff that you buy digital, you still don't download. Right. So right. like iTunes, for example, is all cloud-based. And so even if you do pay and say, good, I now own this thing, they yep. can just erase it from your account. Yep. Yep. And I do everything on Amazon. I mean, I I, I decided that if I'm going to keep things digital, I'm like, I, I pick Amazon because I, I figure if Amazon goes down, bigger things have happened. But <laughs> who knows nowadays? Yeah, yeah. If you just decide to delete it, but it's crazy. So anyway, so Silo is my recommendation. Mine 
is my secondary one is, is to volunteer for something. Um, if you're like me, your company might actually give you special VTO, even if it doesn't, you know, find a weekend. So like, and it's not all like soup kitchens and cleaning up garbage on the highways and stuff like that. There's a lot of organizations in your area that are nonprofits or otherwise do volunteer work and you can make a, a group outing of it and have a lot of fun. Actually, I, this week, See, I know you're, you're making the face. You're triggering me all the wrong ways. Group outing with coworkers on your time off. Or friends. We could fucking do it. Like any group or, or, or whatever. Like a bunch of people, we got together and we went down to the Henry Vilas Zoo and we painted the railing around the porcupine exhibit. Took us like two hours. We did a good did, thing. Did you get to pet, pet a porcupine? Uh, he came right up, and Andy, he was making the pumpkin happy noises. <gasps> I heard him in person. This was a happy porcupine making the happy porcupine noises that I know you appreciate from Teddy eating that pumpkin. Did you, Andy, did you and that's the thing. Like, it was a nice day out. We talked about movies and shit. I got to see a porcupine chuffing around. I did a little bit of honest labor, and then we went and had lunch and went home. And... For the zoo, that was huge, and this would be true of any place you volunteer that's, you know, not some bullshit nonprofit like the NFL or whatever. There's decent things out there, and they're not all picking up garbage on the highway or soup kitchen Well, work. first of all, we need that kind of work. We that, that, do, but if you're refusing to do volunteer work at all because you think, you're like, I won't do that specifically, oh. first of all, yeah, please do go do a soup kitchen. Yeah. Please do go clean yeah. up on the highway. That kind of, is yeah. necessary. Yeah, But if sure. you're saying, well, no, I won't do that, okay, do something. Uh, there's something out there that you won't find distasteful. Like, again, literally, I just spent two hours just slapping some green paint onto a brown railing until the brown was now all green, and then I left. It was quick, easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I worked up a sweat. It was a hot fucking day, but we were mostly in the shade, which was nice. Um, but we had fun. It was just chilling with people, um, and it was doing some good for the community. And there's opportunities out there for you. Yeah, as Brian said, if you're willing to shovel shit off of the, floor, off of the, the road Thank you, but if wherever your line is, there's something, and, we and, had, and they need it. Uh, we had a corker die in in, uh, in January, and we did the adopt the highway, and yeah. we basically every quarter they send a bunch of people go out, and that's what they do, yeah. coworkers. Because uh, Alan, we pulled mm. us through. They oh, they got a highway. They got to adopt the highway thing. Nice. Adopt the trail because he he was a big bike. A big, I think they did yeah. adopt a, 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 bike, tra trail, a sure. bike trail, and they oh, go out there. I quarter. No, I, 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 so the only reason I. <laughs> The thing I have a problem with, no, you're 100% right. It's all good. But what my brain goes to Katie Shea. Because sure. Katie Shea hates the poor and does everything again. You know, their, her existence is to make the poor worse. Sure. But she counterbalances. She glues it. spikes onto park no, benches. Her counterbalance, <laughs> to balance it all out, the good Christian self, she'll do everything she can to make sure people stay poor and they stay miserable. But she will go down and work in a soup kitchen for four <laughs> hours in a quarter. And see, she did good, and she helped the community. Yeah. She's keeping the community in that state, but as long as she graces them with her presence and helps them clean, then it's okay. It like the villain from Ricochet? Basically. For, for every bad thing he does, he, he, he does something good to... That's well, kind, that's, that's unfortunately of, extremely common. That's it, uh, common. Uh, well, well, it, it's the systemic issue is good. I I'm treating a symptom, and therefore I'm a nice person. Yeah, yeah. So that's so I just think of like her volunteering, and I I see her giving her, and I bet she puts in an honest effort for that for the couple hours she's there, and she's doing everything she can, and then she goes back and goes, well, how do we make sure they stay there? How do we make sure they stay homeless? How do we make sure because if because if, maybe we could solve that problem, but then I might lose a cent. 
So we can't do that. So let's keep them down because that's where Jesus wants them. Jesus loved the poor. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, the more poor there are, the happier Jesus is. Yep. I think that's how it works out. Yep. yep. He's like rich with poor people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do think volunteering is a hundred. I, I well, I because I, you do you do the stuff with the the uh, the Shriners or whatever. The yeah, cult, I have the, the Lions Club too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Lions Club. Yeah. See, to me, that's more of a cult. <laughs> Lions Club is actually of of all the the old men in the middle of of nowhere clubs like Elks Lodge and shit like that. The Lions Club is actually pretty good because they yeah. have active things they do like the eye test for kids and stuff like that sure. in schools, and they also. Uh, are 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 apolitical and a religious yeah. in in their uh, their so they, they don't they, they 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 hide their keep America great hats during that. I mean that's the thing I could tell the people who who took their hat off before going into the meeting, <laughs> yeah. and the 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 group I'm part of still does like the pledge of allegiance and does grace before the meal. So like <laughs> it's trickling in there, but there's no like Jebus says to do this that sure, the other sure, which, sure, which you know. Nice. So I'm I'm not pushing the issue yeah. so far. Yeah, and I think a lot. I mean, well, I work. For, we both work for like corporate America type thing. Yeah. So we our companies do give the four hours per quarter thing. So which is still good. I mean, it's good that they yeah. let people do that. Yeah, it's, check it's, that it's might be available at your company. So yeah. a lot of companies have that and don't really push it. Like they'll have your sick time, your vacation time. Uh, double check if there's any. You can get paid to not go to your actual job to do shit like this, which is yeah. is a win win. Then yeah, for sure. You guys are staring at me for recommendations. My recommendation no, is... No, I was just staring at you, thinking oh. about how cool you look with an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Like, with the beard and everything, it'll fucking work, Andy. You would I rock know. that eye patch. I know it would work. Uh, hold Good on to point. your dreams. <laughs> that's that's my recommendation. Hold on to your dreams. You never uh, wow. uh, Who has dreams? <laughs> what is that? Uh, is cool. No, I don't, I don't know. Just, yeah. I don't really have much recommendations this time around. That's uh, fair. I mean, my recommendation was the same as last time. That's yeah. fair. And I had two, so mathematically it works out. Yeah. I just know that I'm very happy to have Marvel United. Um, I, I did but not some, enough to recommend it. Not enough to recommend. We haven't played it yet. <laughs> That's so. valid. Um, like I, I've, I, I've got, I've got a problem with collections then too, because the all the X Men United stuff that I got. Um, the person I got it from had already done some consolidating, and so he had thrown away two of the boxes. Oh, sure. And two of the other boxes didn't have inserts in them, so they didn't have the cool plastic pieces so I could put them back in to the boxes. And so then I that collection is incomplete to me, so I had to go you and find those replacements ones. for those boxes. The best part about it is I did find a place that was in some prairie. See, like nothing to me is more fun than throwing this. Like this is that would have been fine to throw so away. So much space. All yeah, but when I get a trash. board game, but that's for podcasting. That <laughs> I would have thrown those. I my plan originally was to put those up for podcasting. Every right. board game that's insert true. I've ever had has been thrown away and replaced with Ziploc baggies. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And then you get the expansions, and the entirety of the expansions packaging gets thrown away because that just joins the main game mm-hmm. in its Ziploc baggies. Yeah. Unless something has an amazing, amazing insert that is designed to fit Forty. everything, including stuff, and it better fucking have no space in the top when the lid's on. So if I put it on sideways, the shit doesn't all. <laughs> If a game out. has a bunch of expansions, I end up keeping like one expansion box just to keep carryover for the box. So I'll have the core game plus one expansion box, but then everything else is still thrown away. Yeah. For me personally, when I get something, I want to make sure I have everything. So I go through an exhaustive phase where I'm 
placing everything out to make sure I have everything for that expansion. And it doesn't click in my head that it's complete unless it's complete. Sure. It's, I, yeah. I, I don't know well, how I to mean, explain it. I mean, I I'm know. also the reverse, well, not reverse, but I mean, I because I think I'm always about to die, just of a heart attack or whatever, I want to own as little as possible more out of convenience for the person who's cleaning up my shit. I'm just like, if I have less shit, it's just, I'm being polite to the person who has clean. And that is bizarre because I honestly, I'm not going to, I'll be dead. So it doesn't really matter how much fucking work they got to do because I'm dead. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what the fuck do I even care? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm just going to be polite and I'll have as little as possible because so, the cleanup will be easy, which is not normal. So, uh, so when people say live life, like you're going to, you know, li- YOLO, I'm always YOLOing. So if I'm literally sitting and doing nothing, that's what I choose to do. That's my optimal choice. I am, cause I'm all, I'm always expecting death. <laughs> Every, like, I don't, I, I'm still alive. It's shocking me. It's, that's constantly going on in my brain. On your calendar, death says I am coming and you just snooze. <laughs> yeah. Right it's, it's just, yeah. No, he's impatiently tapping his foot. Like he's waiting for the bus. Yeah. It's no, like, come, come on. Come on. Yeah. The fuck are you? I woke up two nights ago and my I don't I had too much caffeine that day and I woke up my 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 uh, I honest, I actually thought I was really on the, on the edge of death on like Friday. I thought I was having a heart attack Friday night. It was pretty awesome. I'm like <laughs> maybe I need to drink a little bit less caffeine because <laughs> so, I was like okay it's, this is it. And I was like oh well. True story. Well yeah sometime sometime if you're ever in the area uh, and you want to play some Marvel Marvel United ask me I want to play Marvel United. I got way too much shit for we it. Could play does it have the, a solo mode? Uh, yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. We can play some tabletops. We, we, we'll, we'll just play it on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. Oh just throw God. out all your minis. We don't need them. We're going to play on TTS. I well, mean, I mean, eventually, that that is the goal, though. Is, to is throw, to get to throw out your minis? Throw them all off. Um, <laughs> no, is is to actually... Like, even though I got the boxes, I, I agree with what my friend did with his X-Men, is eventually consolidate everything so it's all in one box and all. But it's just... I like... You know, Oh, no. So you have to move into a smaller place. I have to make some hard no. choices. Yeah, like that. That's but, fine. N- uh, no, no, it's That's not. Perfectly fine. <laughs> for, our, for our two viewers, they just can't see the the endless wall of uh, things. No. I'm just like, wow. You might as well just kill me then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. Much Finally. <laughs> All the store. I'm just looking at how much In store game. credit I would get at Noble Knight for that. Uh, Two dollars, probably. No, they actually are pretty good about the older stuff. Yeah, I mean, out of the stuff over there that that will easily that I, I'm planning on getting rid of is probably the Deep Madness. I love I love the minis for that game, but that game, uh, our social circle does not ever seem to be possibly wanting to put that onto the table. And that means I would have to venture into a new social circle and I, I, I'm well, too I mean, lazy I think, to I think our, invent yeah. new social well, circles. Well, I, I think also our, we could, you could dabble. And if you just post it on our local areas and say, hey, what's, who, who wants to come over on X day to play? You could, you could get three people that over to play it. Yeah, but I mean like Reichbusters, I haven't, I've been wanting to play it, but I haven't pushed it that hard. Um, all the Shadows of Brimstone, that's, no matter what happens, that's that's still being collected. All the Guild Ball shit needs to go. All of the... Basically, if it says Steam Forged, it needs to go <laughs> out of my place. Um, and I know I could probably get a decent penny for the, the Guild Ball, because I have everything for it. And people, there are still areas that play Guild Ball. There's there still yeah. leagues going on. There are communities who play. Yeah, you could make decent money after Guild Ball, for sure. Yep. 
So eventually we'll probably have a crippled system uh, garage sale <laughs> of, of all Andy's shit. Yeah. I'm just so sick of mailing out big box. I, I've done that for so many years where I've shipped off Kickstarter, things I've opened and, and shipped off so many large things to people that I'm like, if I can't sell it locally, I got, I've met people from Chicago and halfway between here and Chicago to, to sell big things. That's how I got rid of my Cthulhu stuff or whatever. And I had a guy from Milwaukee come down to pick up my shit, my brimstone stuff. Like certain things that I just can't sell online anymore. It's just too much of a hassle. Speaking of Cthulhu Wars, uh, the whole drama is basically kind of, kind of, cleared itself and then added even more crazy drama to the, to yeah, the whole thing. Catalyst Games bailed out Peterson Games and fully paid for all the stuff to be able to ship and then within a week Peterson Games filed a lawsuit against their shipping company. So yeah. <laughs> at the at least the people who ordered the game are finally getting their stuff. Yeah. All the corporate drama can go on. Uh you know, hopefully the deal that Peterson signed is terrible and he ends up homeless and and <laughs> and uh alone. Um, I mean, if if it is the fault of the shipping company, though, I mean, I, they should. I mean, we shipping companies, if they are screwing them, should have. You know, hopefully, he gets them. As much I'm, as I don't like him, I mean, if it is, if they if that yeah. company was doing some shit, as someone it's, who buys, it's it, kind of like like from the outside, it's just like they wanted how much it cost to ship, and he didn't have it. Right. Sure. But did they over? Did they? But did how? We don't know. Did they change the price? What they? It's it's hard to say. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it's hard. You know. Who knows? Did they? Did, how much did they manipulate the price after the fact because of pandemic? Maybe they no. caused COVID. Maybe they caused COVID. It's hard to say. I mean, maybe they all lose. If maybe it's. I, I don't to, know. To me, as I, I've I currently right now, my job is dealing with warehouses and moving things around. I cannot imagine a thing more annoying to a warehouse than randomly paying for X pallets that's in a corner someplace that you have to pull out 25 pallets so you can pull out that one pallet that got paid for to bring that to the front. That just, that sounds like a logistic nightmare. Um, but, I mean, glad, glad that everyone is, is going to be getting their stuff. And good on Catalyst Games. I've, I've heard decent things about them. They're the ones that are behind all the the uh, BattleTech Kickstarters and and stuff there. Well, yeah, they got money. They they uh, they their Kickstarters have been. They have BattleTech just got a resurgence on an absurd level. Yeah, yeah. I know through we we just did uh, some some stuff for for BattleTech recently. If somehow in the next year, I if something ever happens and I get out of AM, if I get out of all the AMG stuff, which I don't see how, but if that were to happen, I BattleTech that's my backup. <laughs> that's your Napoleonic. That's my Napoleonic with BattleTech. Yeah, because evidently there's people there everywhere playing that. So one of my coworkers is younger than me and is already into Napoleonics, and I'm nice. like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 naming off wars that I haven't heard about since I was in like fifth grade. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> it's like nobody outside of Napoleonics has ever even heard of the Boer War. Right, I, I actually have heard that. In the yeah, yeah. In the last week, yeah, because of the Napoleonics. <laughs> like, it's not something that fucking comes up. Yeah. Nobody talks about the Boer War. Nobody like, like. Yeah. But I guarantee there's people who who die hard week in week out play play uh, Zulu versus English versus Boers because yeah, I love these mechanics. Mm-hmm. I'm old. Yeah. I like I like our idea of BattleTech as being our our Napoleonics yeah. I, or boats anything with boats naval yeah. warfare I think I'm okay with. Hey, my, the bottom hunters yeah. seemed fun. Yeah. yeah, we'll play them. That that's on you to set up. I'll always, I know. I think Jim, I mean, you got some people who are Jim. Ex- Jim is sold on it. He's yeah. he's he's absolutely sold on it. Yeah, you set that up a bit more. You might get to see Jim spending some real money in that game. Yeah. All right. 
I will watch it from a distance as a pirate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watch it from a distance. Get involved. You can get a boat. <sighs> reading sucks. Reading, reading, reading sucks. Fair enough. And that, that's what my job is too now is, is reading. So I'm, I'm pirating my, my uh, orders for customers all day. Yarp. Yarp. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's it. So two weeks, yeah, the week after Gen Con, yeah, we'll be able to support on things. Yeah, and it, well, what'll be cool is because AMG is having a big. They do like they're they're gonna have a mini announcement next week on some of their stuff, but in September they're having like a big because they do you know they do Legion and Shatterpoint and and Armada and you know Marvel, so they're gonna X Wing, yeah. so they're gonna have like a big state of their company like big reveal announcements next month, but they're doing a sneak peek next week of some of the some of the news, so. We expect to see some interesting information coming from them. So <laughs> I'm just having flashbacks to oh, Steam Forge is going to have a big announcement next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, guys, what's the big announcement going to be? Well, we're pretty I hope it's Skill Ball. Fuck all Wait, of you. No, no. <laughs> I hope it's Skill Ball. No, we'll talk about Skill Ball in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, big announcement. Yeah. It was a big announcement. It was. It, it was. True. It was a big announcement. Not to have on their big announcement. Yeah. 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 Mm. 2020. Good oh. times. Yeah, right. Well, we had plenty of people here. That's exciting. Playing the Baldur's Gate soon. I'll have plenty of Baldur's Gate stories next time. Ooh. Although I, I thought it does not have the Arcanist. I don't or know. Artificer, rather. Artificer. You know, I don't even know for sure what the class is, if there's an Artificer or not. Just all kinds of that shit got, got gummed up with them adding a new class to D&D. <laughs> Because you know you had your traditional uh, classes, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck you." Here's the first new one in thirty years or whatever. Yeah, do they have? Uh, I don't even know if they. I don't. I don't even know. I've been kind of uh, keeping it light. Did I answer my Kickstarter stuff about the newest Privateer D and D? No, they don't have Arcanist. Shit, I'll have to look at that because I'm not sure if I answered the, the survey for. That. Wow, wow. What? All right. Well, I'm gonna go home and. Have a fireman's dinner. Fireman's dinner? Is that anything like an Irish dinner? No, it's one of those like half chicken barbecue coleslaw and potatoes and stuff. They're, they just had a parade in town, and, mm-hmm. and the firemen, you know, do the standard half chicken on the grill dinners. Awesome. All right, thanks, folks, for listening, watching. We will have, we'll be back in two weeks. Okay, bye, everybody. In two weeks ish. You're like um, standard. I was like, I, 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 I've never heard that phrase before. You, it was so like <laughs> standard half chicken. You cut chicken in half. It's really common. Like you know, the fire, the fire, the fire uh, fighters will will grill out for the charity fundraiser, and they always do like a half chicken all in one. Just chunk. because you live in Timbuktu doesn't mean it's normal everywhere else. You just... listen. <laughs> Not to go back to the same well, but a, another recent Chef John at FoodWishes.com video was grilling chicken, and he specifically did the whole half chicken because that's how he grew up when like the firemen would do it at their barbecues and whatnot. It's a thing. It's like how airport chicken is the breast with the wings still attached. What? Not airport, air, airplane. That's called the airplane cut. No, not at all.